No, we're not doing Papa either. Damn it. Wade, shut up. <laughs> All right. Poppy. Poppy. Three. <laughs> two. Poppy. One. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G. Hello and welcome, magic folk. Ha! You just did a punch there, no more finger wagging or swinging. Uh, welcome to episode 160 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, I'm Matt. There we got Big G over there. We have Danny. What's up? And we got returning guest who wants to just like shit on the sky noodle or something. Yes. <laughs> Anthony. Stupid sky noodle. And uh, you will be hearing that very shortly. So stick well, tuned. Not very shortly. It's the end of the episode. It's a thought cast. I mean, you want to talk about it before. No. no I'll wait till the end. But I will, I'll play one blue though for my thought cast, please. Okay, perfect. Uh, thank you all for deciding to join us. Let's begin our episode by thanking you. Yes, you, dearest listener who is listening to this podcast right now. Your listenership means so much more to us than you know and words can describe, and it blows our minds. So thank you to you returning listeners and any new ones, hopefully to you new ones. You stick around, and we don't scare you off. Okay, we're not going to scare you off. No comments on that. Perfect. No, I'm occupying me by drinking and Anthony by drinking. Also, a huge thank you to our amazing Patreons who think that this content that you're going to be listening to here is worth supporting monetarily. So big thank you to Wade97, Chapman, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String Chapman, Nikki, No Modifier, Steve, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, Ernest D, and Casey B. If you two want to be crazy in supporting us, check out our Patreon in the links down below. Uh, when you go there, you'll see we have two tiers currently, a $3 tier and a $10 tier. At the $3 tier, you get put in for a monthly drawing for a booster pack that fits into a monthly theme of whatever we choose at the time. At the $10 tier, you're put in for a drawing for a commander playable card or cards that are valued between 20, $15 and $25. A little bit of a typo there. And uh, also trying to fit into that theme as well. Also being part of a Patreon, you get put into a... You can, you can watch the super secret live stream drawing for that as well. That happens the first Saturday of each month, which is next week. He's yeah. so confused. Well, he's going to be so pissed at the noise, too, and he's going to blame the three of us. No, really I, know the no I know the noise is me. I don't <laughs> yet know why he, my chair... Yet he I, continues to sway. I don't know why my chair has been squeaking like this this last week. This last week. It wasn't on last week's episode. No, it wasn't. And so it's just like... You forgot that. WD-40 the shit. Up. Don't do it right now. We'll do that. Okay. Maybe it'll work. But uh, not this upcoming Saturday, but the following Saturday, November 5th will be the drawing. And currently what we have for booster packs are uh, food-themed ones. There's Throne of Eldraine. I think Battle Bond made it in there. I can't remember the other one. But I think the card that's winning, another bonus of Patreons, is that uh, Patreons can vote for the cards and or cards that get drawn for the $10 tier. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the uh, Collective Company Extra Life's version 
is winning because collective company seems like a very thanksgiving kind of the thing yeah, you gotta yeah. collect the company yeah you gotta pull them in pull them in so check out the links below for that if you are interested if you don't feel like supporting us on patreon you can also well we can't check out paymats at the playmats at the moment or anything like that but stick tune merch is i guess new, closer than you think new playmats are coming new playmats are coming i like i said uh I think I said it previously on the podcast. I have a, I mean, currently we're on track for dropping this new playmat at the end of the month, and that was my goal by the end of the month to have a new playmat playmat out for, for y'all. Uh, so we're officially officially out of the first run of this week in MTG playmats. So uh, get good scrub, you missed out. But uh, keep tuned, stick tuned to when that other one drops, and stuff, and uh, you'll see how good it is. Uh, let's give like first impressions, thumbs up, thumbs down on playmat design from everybody in the room. We got uh, two middle fingers from Garrett, two thumbs up from Anthony, and uh, two middle fingers down from Danny. I give it, uh, I give it a thumbs up. Fair wins. <laughs> got to, got to keep it different here throughout everybody. So Fair. yes, uh, I suppose I could went like this. But... Yeah, stick tuned for when that playmat comes, uh, and maybe. You can also pick up that playmat at J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, our amazing sponsor for the podcast. Speaking of J-Dubs, let's hear an ad from them now. Hey, so they got uh, they got the big electronic cord- card sorter? Yeah, dude. I fucking heard about that. I didn't see it. I heard about that. They haven't run it yet. So hmm. Josh looked at me. When he told me he ordered, I'm like, "You motherfucker! You're getting me out of a side gig." Oh, was it that I hear when uh, when I was I with think, you there when probably, you were picking yeah. up your Warhammer packs? Then, yeah. Okay, was it Max I was talking about it then? Because well, I, I had I had heard about it before. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and he laughed. He's like, "No, no, no, no! You can still pre-sort. It takes this thing two hours to do one thousand carts." Jesus. And it takes me a little bit. Well, like on average, it sorts better than I do, but I pre-sort so that way they can at least know things. But then Josh like. Yeah, you can just come help put the cards away when you sort them. Like, <laughs> done. Deal. Done, Easy done, done. Easy. Oh, shit. So, this is going to be for live listeners and potentially for the, uh, the pa- well, clearly for the Patreons when they get this episode afterwards. But speaking of J-Dubs, we got a couple things that we're going to be setting up here. I have it in my shit. Don't take away my glory. Oh, okay. Yeah, Matt. Because I will correspond the post with when you drop the episode. Oh. Because I'm smart like that. Oh, I wasn't talking about that part. I was talking about this week in MTG 30th edition. We don't have we don't have more info on that yet. We don't have more info on that. I I do but have a little bit, same. but not. I have a little bit. Nothing that can go official yet. I was, I was thinking a weekend. I was thinking a weekend. Well, um, January 14th. Well, either way, jo- I had brought up the New Year's Eve thing to Josh, and he goes, um, "I'm getting blitz somewhere, so no." Okay. And I said, "Same." So then, yeah, the 14th or the 15th of January, which I think would be pretty fun due to the fact there's another 30 thing happening that weekend. And I feel it would be very thematical. We'll talk about that later. So we'll get uh, into it. Hint, hint, wink, wink to, to Patreons. Ask us about that later. Or live stream watchers. Ask us about that later. Follow our Discord. Uh, no, this is where we're supposed to see, uh, say follow J-Dubs. J-Dubs, they have all your magic <laughs> needs. <laughs> Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, with all that podcast business out of the way, let's let's move over to the breakdown where I tell you how this episode will be structured for all of y'all. So moving to the breakdown, 
we're going to jump over to the Boggle Desk where Big G has a Salt Insurer report and a bunch of upcoming event results and actual event results. Upcoming events and event results. There we go. Words are hard. That's a phrase we haven't said in a while. Oh, shit. We've gotten better at reading, we have. <laughs> From there, Danny's going to take it away with his ever-so-tantalizing teaser from Mark Rosewater about Brothers War, because that just dropped today. So yep, yep. Be, be prepared to hear some opinions and our guesses on that shit. Then after that, we're going to jump into the news, where we're going to start off with some Magic Kids news, and then there's some Commander Decks news, and Phyrexia news, and uh, a whole bunch of other Jumpstart news, and Advent Calendar. And uh, Big G will take it away with all the financial report because that is his specialty. I'm paraphrasing the shit out of this. <laughs> and then from there, it's gonna it's gonna seamlessly segue into the counter currency. It's like we structured it to that for for that to be a thing. Then from there, we're gonna move to a thoughtcast where Anthony has decided to join us because he just wants to shit on that sky noodle and other things in modern. Yeah, and it's doesn't it hasn't it hasn't done too much. No, it has not. And leaving it at that, let's jump into the Boggle Desk. All right, Sugar Report. So, played in our Paradox Store Championship on Friday night along with Anthony. A few, actually, uh, saw Casey there too, one of our Patreons. And he, Dude. he didn't even. And just a general badass. Well, I sat next to him and he looked at my playmat, looked at me, Garrett. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, like, I looked at him like, oh shit, should I know you from Yes. <laughs> He's like, what's up? I'm Casey. I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was like, super excited that oh, yeah. I was on last week, too. He's like, dude, you're on. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on Monday, too, so don't worry. Casey, but, reach out to us. If you want to jump on, we, we don't care. So and what's he- even cool about Casey, too, is he was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember you talking about you're a teacher. Where do you teach at? And I was like, well, I told him the school I taught at. He goes, dude, my buddy teaches there. <laughs> no way. Small world. Even smaller. His buddy shares an office with me and is in the desk next to me. So I, I stopped his buddy. I'm like, hey, I met your friend Casey. He goes, I heard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I uh, built a new deck. I built uh, the Rakdos uh, mid-range deck. It worked out really well. I liked it. Um, you went with the uh, the the Crooks the heavy one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the non-scam. Yeah, yep, non-scam. non-scam. I had the scam pieces in the side in the sideboard, but okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it went really like I felt it went really well. I was expecting very similar to like J Dub's store championship with a lot more control. I saw a lot more variation, which was cool. Um, so I probably could have brought like my allies deck and done just fine too. But salt report going into that uh, new deck did well. But uh, storm, let me tell you, <laughs> motherfucker didn't even bring me my coloring book. <laughs> so you just sat there. Literally, like, game game one, and, like, the guy was nice enough, but he sat there, and then we ended up going to game three, and went to time, went to turns, and he looked at me, he's like, you really going to make me play this out? And I looked at him, yep, <laughs> you're, yep, I am. You're playing Storm, son of a bitch. You're the motherfucker that chose to play this deck, so, yep, you're playing it out, because worst case scenario, you don't got me. How funny would it have been if you had been like, you know, I would have probably given it to you if you brought me a fucking coloring I book. Yes, son should've, of a bitch. Should have just looked at him and gone, well, you didn't bring me my coloring book, so yeah, motherfucker. Play it out. <laughs> the worst part about it, too, like I feel bad like not pointing it out, but I was like, no, dude, you got to know how to run your own deck type of thing. He did, uh, 
what's what uh, gives everything flashback. Past his flames. Thank you. Um, did that, and he had lightning bolt in there, and then he had two prime uh, pyromatic rituals or not ascensions. There we go. On the pyromancer's ascension, he had two of them. Really? So Are they he, up in their their copies? I thought that was like sideboard. Was this Scott was that you faced? Yeah. Oh no no no! He he was running old school version. Yeah. Oh. So he he had old a main school. board. Okay. Had two of them out all the way up, and I was sitting here like, okay, and you realize I'm like. I'm at 18 life. Just get up to 10 spells and then grape shot me and then lightning bolt because it hits me three times because we talked with the judge and the, the storm count wouldn't count for the extra spells of grape shot. So, yeah. and he's like, and for whatever reason, he didn't see his lightning bolt in there until the very end when he was get, got like got up to 16 storm count. And I was like, <laughs> at what point should I have just gone? Just you have lightning bolt in your goddamn graveyard dude you just don't do that no you just don't do that that's an rcq no that uh, it, store champion not RCQ. yeah store it was champion. store championship so i mean it's still a little bit higher competitive and so cool thing i i now have my full set of play uh spell pierces nice beautiful because there were so few people at the j-dubs one we got three copies so and, and then i got my one copy at, at paradox. paradox and it's so I've got stamped right with not the spell pierces no spell, spell pierces, pierces nope. not Oh. I don't even know if the goose is stamped. No, even. goose. I don't think goose is stamped. It's just Omnath that was stamped. Oh, I guess I misunderstood. I thought yep. all the promos for WPN stores were, I'll, I'll were stamped. Ch- I'll have to check. But um, so I got a full play set of those, which I actually will use them. Dude, um, those spell pierces are nice. So fucking, um, I'd, I'd take that. I'd, I'd take like two of those over a single goose. I'd take four of those over a single goose. That goose is, I mean, cool. The gooses look cool. Yeah. Has but, a fish. But uh, spells pierce. so I took tenth in that one. I took ninth in the J Dubs one. <laughs> I I'm more proud of the tenth than I am the ninth because I sure? actually Are you sure? I played you well. played games. I played games <laughs> to get my spot. He earned it. Um, but here we go. I do have the J Dub uh, store championship results. So gonna rush through these quick. Not gonna do any breakdowns on the deck list because for the most part, everyone was running pretty standard versions of these decks quick reminder this is two weeks ago yes yeah, so this one was the two weeks ago that we didn't have all the information for but now we do so congratulations to the top eight um i'm number nine so top nine so congratulations <laughs> to me at the bottom of the list no so we've got dylan who was number one going into top eight playing blue white control blake doing indomitable creativity sitting at number two brady four color rhinos sitting at number three randall had a yogmoth deck at the fourth place zach um, had a Grixis Shadow coming in at fourth. Ezekiel had an Ez, or Eldrazi Tron. And then Trevor W. had Cascade. And Trevor T. had a Boros Burn deck. And it ended up coming down to Zach and Brady. And Zach won out as the store championship winner Grixis for J-Dubs. Yep. The big shocker. I remember you were saying that uh, the winner may surprise you. Is it just more? Was it was it like standard Grixis Shadow? Was, were they doing as like far as I understood? Much, yeah. yeah. Team or Battle Rages? Um, yeah, I, I think oh, so. No. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But the thing is, it's just surprising because like that deck's been kind of out for a while. But it's yeah. been out for a while, so I mean, people aren't thinking to play against it. So, which is why it's good to see some of that take first. Everybody does enjoy a uh, shadow deck every once in a while. But then, fast forwarding to Friday with the Paradox Store Championship. Congratulations to this top eight. I don't have everyone's deck types for this one. I do have the top two, which is. I'm guessing what more people are interested in. Uh, so Blake, again, same Blake, 
uh, playing his Indomitable Creativity. We had Wade there playing his Naya Garbage Fire. Um, brand homebrew. 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 Um, then we had Brandon, Benjamin, Gilbert, Matt, and Alex. That was your top eight. Not this uh, Matt. Not that Matt. Not this Matt. No. Not me. Um, and then, you know, number nine and then number 10 was me. Um, so <laughs> just let it who's go. Number, who's let it nine? go. Who's number nine, Garrett? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Not him. Uh, there's only seven names there. Oh, whatever. I missed one. Apparently I copied this right over from the message. So just, just, just <laughs> make, not- just making sure for those who are wondering, I'm off number that there's only seven, nine, oh, only no, seven I names. I counted there. myself. I skipped eight, by doing that. Nine, nine, he moved up to nine. To he moved up to ninth now because of that. That's um, why he's not a math teacher. But <laughs> I do teach math for this sad part. Oh, those poor kids. No, I know how to what, count. What's after seven? Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. No, the, the running joke I like is there's a TikTok going around that says you get upset when the teacher says 45 plus 45 is 90, and then you just see someone grabbing the other person from outside of the screen. It's 135, and it's a weightlifting joke because you put 45s, and then the bar is 45, so okay. 135. You get, have you done like the Tron math with your kids? One plus one plus one equals seven. No, you should try that one time. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that to those kids. That'll piss some of them off and it'll be ruined the rest of the day. All right, but this time around, uh, Wade went up against Blake, and Blake got his revenge from round one loss against the Naya Garbage Fire, and came out on top victorious as the store championship champion from Paradox. But then we actually had another f- unlocal event. So you will notice in the event results, we aren't covering any bigger events. It's all local events for us here in the Fargo, Moorhead, North Dakota area. We had our Tri-City Legacy event this last weekend over in Bismarck. Again, just because we have so much going on, I'm not going to go into what the deck lists are. Um, for this one, I only have the deck lists. I don't have their names going with them, but I do know who is number one. And I can find the deck list and... So that way Matt can put it in the show notes for you because I think you're going to enjoy which one got top eight. Tell me it's the hamster moon. You'll find out. <sighs> so uh, we have Delver. We have a lands deck, Death and Taxes, Death Shadow, a five-color Zenith deck, a bug, so blue or black, blue, and green birds deck, and a deck called Hamster Moon. There's only seven decks there. God, don't fucking do this to me <laughs> God damn it, there is. I swear to God, I copied these straight from the posts. Now I'm even more pissed. One plus one plus one equals No, seven. I swear to God, I copied these from the posts. God damn it, not again. See, this is, why Danny, this is why Danny is the math genius of the podcast. He no, can, he's count, just, he has he can time. count to eight. He has time to sit there and count while I'm talking. You had time all day to put this in. I was teaching all <laughs> day, more, too. He had more time. We know that Danny didn't look at the notes until just this second. I know, but at the and same time, I was copied seven. this shit. Actually, actually, I put in the note of putting insert marks in- teaser. Did you put the link in? I did. Oh, you did? Look in there. I saw the I You saw, didn't look at the notes, no, no, did you? No, no, no. no you no, didn't no. even look at the notes. No, no, first off, I saw but, that it was just wow. put in there without the link. But, Matt, wow. you, will, you will be happy to know Hamster Moon was the number yes. one deck. So, all right, so that... Covers the top seven decks of the last two events. The top eight will, will just be a mystery for you. You'll have to find out somewhere else. <laughs> because I copy straight from the fucking link. Good, ah. new, good news for you guys. I can guarantee you that ninth place or tenth place would be Garrett's. 
No, no. In this one, I'd be <laughs> in last <laughs> place. He'd have, he I, had don't, I don't play on Legacy. All right, so that wraps up the event results for us. Now heading into the upcoming events. This is it. This is the weekend, Magic, folks. Magic 30 in Las Vegas. For months, Wizards of the Coast has been cultivating a bale of hype around the huge 30th anniversary bash. And less than a week away, will it go off without a hitch or will it crash and burn? Tune in next week to find out more. All right, so enough of that, boys. <laughs> Thank uh, you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but until then, let me tell you about what's supposed to be happening there. So first up, we will have the Magic World Championship. Let's see. Remembering Roman numerals. 28. You can do math. I can do Roman numerals. See, there's eight there. You can count to eight. Fuck off. <laughs> Those are in history. You know that. <laughs> the coveted event for all Magic players. There will be a Dominaria United Draft standard and fletching format. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Explore are all getting shown showcased on twitch.tv slash magic at 9 a.m. Pacific time. There will be panels galore with people like the Command Zone, Mark Rosewater, and Richard Garfield. Unfortunately, there will be no more tickets available to attend in person, but there are still virtual tickets on sale for $30. And picking these up will give you access to the virtual Q&A with Richard Garfield and Mark Rosewater. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena Avatar, one Arena Event Intrigue Token, and one Magic Online Event Token, as well as well as access to all the merchandise exclusive to Magic 30. Maybe you can get your $1,000 proxy packs. Who knows? You can get your secret layer little gears. <laughs> yes. uh, plus, yes. you will have access to all the panels and the, main, and the main stage content, sir. <laughs> What I can enter in the the hundred dollar gift card uh, award show uh, cosplay? I'm guessing you will only, you, sir, you've Danny. Missed, you've missed out on the cosplay. Dang you it. will only have access to watch who will win that hundred dollar Joanne's gift card. Nice. Fun, fun fact: I think the offer still stands. If we, Danny, this son of a bitch decided to make an OnlyFans for us, I if did. We, if we get five hundred dollars on OnlyFans, he's going to do yep. a Captain Sisse cosplay. Sure, putting Ooh, that up there. A risque, beautiful, a risque. Captain Sisse. Even Dude, better. I want to see nipple oh, chances. God. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not Captain Sisse. It's Captain Risque. Oh, oh there, we go. there we go. Holy shit, I channeled Matt. You're welcome. You've been around me too long. God damn it. <laughs> go home. <laughs> All right, well, you can. Go home. That's it. Anthony's just taking my spot. He's you, not fighting for you guys for yours. <laughs> you drunk care. Go home. I'm fucking, I'm only one beer in. <laughs> All right, so some other upcoming events. So we have the RCQs to talk about. The first one that's coming up in our area, so the Fargo-Moorhead area, is going to be at J-Dubs, and that is on November 5th, starting at noon. What's up, Panda? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this it will start up at noon. The format is Swiss Modern with cut to tops, and the entry fee is going to be $50 for this one. So for participating, you will get a Thrabian, or not Thrabian, uh, Throbin? Throbin Inspector promo. It's Thrabian. It is Thrabian. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a Throbin Inspector. A Throbin Inspector. I bet she can count to eight. Oh, God. Uh, eight inches. With one Boom. booster pack of Double Masters 2022. At the top eight, you're going to get a Selfless Spirit Borderless promo, a top eight pin, and additional pricing based upon attendance. 
Now, first place, you will also get the wonderful invitation to the next regional, as well as your borderless foil, a championship pin slash lanyard, a textured foil Renin 6, and one of each etched foil fetch from Modern Horizons 2. This will be a competitive in real life event. In real life, for sure. We're in real face life. To face. In real life. All right, so you will need deck lists for this event. Now, fast forwarding to the next RCQ. We've actually got a fun one for you at Paradox. It's a two day event, so December 3rd and 4th. Both days will start at 11 o'clock. That is registration, and the round will start up at 12.15. Again, it is Modern Swiss with cut to tops on both days. Entry fee for both days. And I'm just going to save us some time and me some word smithing. Everything from here on out is according to both days. So there isn't any difference between the two days. You just have two opportunities to come and play. So entry fee is $39.99. Prizes first place qualifies for regionals in early 2023, plus one selfless spirit foil promo. Second place, same deal, but a different place. And then top eight, you get two selfless spirit promos. And all participants will get one Throbbing Inspector <laughs> promo. Do we have the episode title now? I think Throb- we do. Throbbing Inspector. I think we do. There you go. You're welcome. And now you have that sound bit of me saying, I've got a Throbbing Inspector. Can you do it in the Mermaid Man and Barkle Boy? And I was a over- Throbbing Inspector! Are you happy? I'm so happy. Good. <laughs> <have> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So additional prizes for you this time around. Instead of Modern Horizons, or not Modern Horizons two, but instead of Double Masters 2022, we are getting Modern Horizons two set boosters. So five packs per player will be added to the prize pool and distributed as follows. All participants will get two packs for sure. So you get your two pity packs. There you go. Ninth place. It's gonna be me. We'll get four packs. Good you can, you can God. Count, you can count to nine. And eight. Well, yeah. I hope I surpass you just for the joy of it. Yeah, well, whatever. All right. And then first through fourth place will be equal number of packs, approximately 60% of the top eight prize pool. And then fifth through eighth will get equal number of packs, approximately 40% of the top eight prize pool. And so as of today, both J-Dubs and paradox have their pre-orders available so whichever store you'd like to go to contact them via phone facebook stop it in the store in person but their pre-orders are starting today so get your draft boosters your set boosters your collector's boosters your commander decks commander decks your bundles uh your reach arounds your throbbing inspector oh no i know you gotta go to the events yeah, for the throbbing inspectors that's yep. romantics oh hey <laughs> or, or matt's bedroom <laughs> yes uh, so make sure to contact them yes. about that before now, before we go on. I do since we're tossing out uh, others. Uh, Little Big Wars in the FM area. They also got their stuff going on. Also, if I'm not mistaken, they got a bunch of uh, minifigs going on sale right now, like twenty percent off a, a a bunch of minifigs. Not I, sponsored or anything, but you know, repping all the the fire locals. I was about to say I always forget about them because they're more of the draft store. Yes, like and they're very much more they're, into well the drafts drafters. and and minis. Yeah. Very big on the minis. Well, big. as far as magic, they're yeah draft, just straight draft. Yep. And we are a magic podcast, so yeah. that's why... I, they, they, they got the pre-orders and stuff. Well. But there you go. Yes. If you're in this area, or if you're not in this area and you're listening to us uh, all across the world, because we can say that now, um, make sure to stop by your local game store. 
check out when they are starting up their pre-orders. Make sure to get those pre-orders started because our buddy Anthony here is probably going to buy out any and every game store just so he can get all copies of those Transformers cards. Yes. They're yes. really cool. Oh, they're beautiful. But speaking of J-Dubs, you know, our sponsor, one of our local game stores, uh, obviously I was sitting and talking with Josh because we talked last week about our idea for the This Week in MTG, teaming up with J-Dubs, 30th anniversary magic party and whatnot. Um, I was sitting and talking with him this. I shared with him the good news that we were nominated for an award, and he was really excited about that. He said congratulations to all of us. Um, but then he also looked at me and said, holy shit, we haven't done something in a while. Threw a box at me. So you guys, if what's you... The, what's the box? What's in the box? Maybe if you shut up for a second, I'll tell you what was in the box. Yeah, Matt. You gotta build Damn. suspense. I bet it's cards. I bet it's seven. Nope. Ta-da. It's nine. <laughs> it's six. It's, it's nine. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine. That checks out. That checks out. That works. Yep. Uh, so he threw me a box and he said, here, do something cool with it. So uh, we, were, we were kind of talking as, well, sorry, we need to start a group chat with Anthony in it now if he's going to be a regular. <gasps> yeah. Anyway. It's official. You'll met a dollar. Yep. I got one right here. Don't worry. You got. He's got to dance for it first. That's his rules. Matt, take your clothes off. Yep, you no, start I'm dancing, dancing for it. Yeah, yeah you, you got to dance no, for it. He was he's got the dollar. You've got to dance for it. I was going to say, I'm really winning on this one, that. Not only do, does he give me a dollar, but Anthony is dancing for it as well. Um, Maybe you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so if you guys have been paying attention to our socials, you would have saw last night. Um, one, I suppose I could have included this in the sugar report. I organized my fucking office again. Sugar. Good job. Again? Well, it, I moved my office out into the living room downstairs because I had more room and I could watch TV. While so I was you're slowly cards. annexing your living room into your office. I, let's is, be real. He's knocked on my, that wall. My <laughs> wife has admitted I just, the basement is mine. She rents out space down there <laughs> to keep some of her stuff. She has a storage room on the other side of the stairs. But like, I think I think it was the last time actually all four oh, of us were playing. She looked at me. Oh, she's yeah. like, I love you, but good God, I am so glad you have your own space. You guys are downstairs, and the only person I can really hear is Anthony. <laughs> My voice does carry. Well, yeah, she was only base. and she was only up one floor, but she even admitted she went upstairs and she couldn't hear us anymore. So she's just glad we. I have space where we could play cards and we could play all night, and she would never know until she goes, "Where the fuck are you? Why aren't you in bed at three o'clock in the morning?" Type of a situation. And soon, my house will be done, so then we can also there play over go. there as well. There we go. Nice. Um. So sorry. Now that we're we've been getting off task enough. Uh, if you've been paying attention to our socials, you would have noticed I put uh, I sleeved up some decks last night, and we have four Warhammer 40k decks to give out. So here is the nice little tease for you if you're listening live. One of each. We have one of each. One yes. of each kind. One of each kind. The Necron, the Fox, Gray Fox, Chaos, Calamity, yep. or whatever the <laughs> the Abaddon. Abaddon, yeah, there we go. There the we go. The spoiler, and then the uh, Tyranids, Swarmlord. I was going to say Tiamat, but I'm like, no, that's the um, other so, dragon. So we have one of each, and I think the cool thing we're going to do, we've been talking about it, is uh, we we haven't done a like a command zone game nights type of episode, bonus episode in a long time. So we're gonna the four I don't think of us. We've ever done one. 
I don't think we we, we haven't. We 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 did the, the home brews and hometown brews. Which have you even ever posted that yet? I was going to share with the patrons exclusively. <laughs> Look at but that. I, I have things what to talk that? about that. that? Forty years ago. No, 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 what no, is no. that? Fucking year and a half now. Hold on, no, no. I think so. Yeah. There, there's a big ass watermark. When did, when did that's you across, join? It's a big ass watermark that's across it, and I didn't pay for it. And then I'd have to like re-download it or whatever okay. to get the paid version to get the watermark removed, and it covered the whole thing. So patrons, at some point, you're gonna watch that, and there's gonna be a big ass watermark across that thing. But I so, thought I did a good job. I thought we did too. There was a I, I put some good fucking soccer memes in there. But <laughs> <laughs> but we are uh, so we're gonna do. We'll figure out a time and we'll do this too. But kind of going with that. So pay attention to our social media. So there's going to be a post on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow the instructions. But here's a little hint. You're going to have to like some stuff. You're going to have to share some stuff. You're going to have to comment. You're going to have to go to another page that goes to another page that goes to a secret page. A secret page. Are you fucking promoting our no, OnlyFans? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going to link the shit yes, to J-Dubs. Check it so out, OnlyFans. There's feet there. No, so I'm going to... Is there feet there? I'm going to talk to Josh and say, hey, put our OnlyFans on your website. Oh, God, hold on, hold no, on. no, no, we no. Can we, get some, I, can we get some Josh feet pics, you think? No, 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 no. Moving on. We can ask. That's collabing. <laughs> so you, you'll have to follow the instructions, but here's a little tease for you. We're not going to tell you who's playing what deck, but you We just, don't know what deck we're playing. We don't even know what deck we're going to play. I don't know. Based off of listening to us, and if you know us, these are going to be the standard builds. We haven't modified them at all. Who's going to win? If you're right, you get first pick. As long as you followed all the instructions, you get first pick at the four decks. And forewarning, we have we have the copies that I have that I sleeved up, and we have the ones that are still in the box in case you're wanting to just collect them, not play with them. I had that thought process going, hey, we should probably play do a playthrough but at the same time not use the same decks we got casey in the chat saying that we should give them out uh, based on the fall brawl league results (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you mean the one uh, i was ninth in (laughs) you played in that as well Jesus, man. He did, no, but I, he didn't I, play. I didn't Ga- play. <laughs> Garrett, Still made ninth. Garrett is good at getting at ninth. Can he count to eight? No, but he can get ninth. Every I can time. get ninth. Every time. Um, so I bet it has something to do with that throbbing inspector that's always around It probably is. I'm always throbbing. <laughs> get throbbing. I have so, a clue. <laughs> we'll find a tagline in here before the end of the Anyway, episode. can we move along, So guys? just make sure to pay attention to all of our socials and everything. Yes, this is a shameless plug for us to increase our <laughs> social media following uh, because, you know what, being nominated content creators we should probably have more of an audience i almost forgot about that how did you almost wow only a week's yeah. gone by and you've the, already you know, forgot. You just talked about it like five seconds ago that too and then like this is all based on that right so uh no 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 video update on that as well that uh i have been notified on and i checked the other day i think it goes until january yep uh, there we go so <clears> we're not known until january but we will try to, in the near future, have that gameplay episode planned out, ready to go. So that way, it's not too long of a... Well, we could take a page out of Watsi's book and take a year to do the playthrough. And then send no, out we'll, the product. We'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we could do the playthrough with like next couple months. But let's take Matt a year to get video edited and <laughs> submitted to YouTube and Patreon. I'm not good at video editing. Audio editing, completely different. Well, I think what we can do on that one is we can just disclose who the winner is and say when the video is coming out. So hopefully it comes out soon type of a thing after we get it recorded. 
I'll, I'll, I'll get a better uh, video editing program to where there will be Soon. no watermark. Let's let's aim for the end of 2022. It's out by. There we go. Expect a Christmas present underneath your email tree. Yeah, something like that. So that's all I got for uh, event results, upcoming events, uh, because, you know, this is an event. So, ha ha. Yeah, that's there, put it there. There you go. There we go. Hey, Danny, let's hear about that teasing. Yeah. So, like every other set that's came out, uh, we do the Mario's, uh, Mar, Mario's, uh, Mario. It's a me, Mario. Mario. Uh, the Brothers War teaser, or the set teaser that Mark Rosewater always puts out on his blog attack. Um, so before the previews of Brothers War, Brothers War officially begin, um, I thought it'd be fun to do another duelist style teaser where I give tiny hints of things to come. Note that I'm only giving you partial information. First up, here are some of the things you can expect. Uh, over 10 legendary human artifactors. Another card with end the turn. I like that. A command with X in its mana cost. Ooh. A spell that mimics a element of effect of the effect of a creature that was originally printed with the picture of a world champion on it a teferi with a new way of gaining loyalty counters or actually it's just a new way to gain loyalty counters um equipment with equipped soldier a new onlet protection from everything returns or I should say the ability of protection from everything returns a white creature that taps to let you and an opponent draw a card Hey, work white card draw, yay! Right, mm-hmm. that feels with, very pandering. With, yeah, with stipulations. And lastly, we go to a one-colored artifact. I mean, Ooh. that doesn't seem too special. We have a couple one-colored artifacts. Hey, I like them. Uh, don't but, get me wrong; I'm fine with them. Next, here are some rules text that will be showing up in cards. Rules what? Rules text. Oh, here I thought you were getting throbbing there. Shut up, man! <laughs> wow. That's Garrett, not me. <laughs> yeah, uh, so anyways, create a tapped Power Stone token for each other creature you control. There's the uh, Power Stones getting used. Yep. About time. Put a plus one, plus one counter on target assembly worker you control. I think that uh, falls back to some older cards with assembly work. Yeah, they're doing some updates too on those. Uh, whenever one or more creatures with mana value three or less enter the battlefield under your control. This one's super broken. Uh, permanents you control have ward. Sacrifice a permanent. I'm going to guess that's a very, Blue. very expensive thing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be expensive. Like or it's black. N- nine nine mana just to give all your things ward. Sack a permanent. <laughs> Never know. Uh, so whenever you cast an artifact spell with mana value six or greater. Draw a card. Not draw, true. but most likely. Not true. Uh, for each card type among non-creature spells you cast this turn. Uh, create a tap 3-3 three, three colorless zombie artifact creature token. I'm in. I'm look in. At, look at the cards in each pile, then turn a pile of your choice face up. Morph is back. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, Danny. Gains your choice of flying, vigilance, death touch, or haste. That's pretty good. Uh, whenever you cast a beast or bird creature spell. And lastly, we'll go through some new or... Actually, just the creature types that will be coming up. Um, so first up, we have artic- artifact creature, ape. We have a creature, mole, horror. I think that's the first mole. Uh, we have creature, artifact creature, Frexian worm. Creature, Frexian human assassin. I lied. We had three moles already. Liar. 
Cool. Tribal. And they're all fairly new. Yeah. We got uh, Commander Legend or Commander Legends, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Ikoria, and Shadows Over Industry is the oldest one. Yep. Sack a clue gain three life when that thing's out. So like I said, last was Creature Friction Human Assassin. Next up we have Creature Minotaur Barbarian. Uh, we have Creature Elf Druid Soldier. Creature Human Artifact or Scout. And we have some legendary creatures. Uh, first up, we have legendary creature Human Wizard Advisor. We it's have an advisor. That's important for mill decks. Then we have legendary creature Elf Druid Scout. There's some allies for you. Uh, legendary creature Human Artifactor Advisor. Another advisor. Mill yep. matters. Uh, for the answers to these puzzles and so much more, tune in to the official Magic YouTube channel or twitch.tv backslash magic at 9 a.m. Pacific Time noon eastern time october 27th um to watch the debut video of brothers war i will kick off previews leading into the amazing weekend with the world championship airing on twitch.tv backslash magic friday through sunday and magic 30 so yeah that's morrow's teaser for brothers war and get hyped for brothers war oh i'm hyped i just want to know when the fuck i'm getting allies back (laughs) never you wish Maybe in the next 10 years. The only no, thing sorry. that you had was next nine years. <laughs> Tazari was only the because we skipped eight. General Tazari was the most recent uh, ally that you got, oh, right? It's a bullshit yep. one. We got and it was made for the new type of ally, which is all about the domain. class types. No, they were class, oh, the, the, class, uh, the, the, party. the party mechanic yeah. that was not in AFR. Huge, huge miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. I mean, they tried, but they didn't. They, you're testing it out in a set before the set comes out. Like, oh, it's okay, right? Five years, five years Why ago, you... they've, they've tested these. Yeah, but like, still. Yep. Nope. Yep. That I, I have the same argument to every single set. <sighs> I know. We got Casey in the chat saying, uh, for for one of his teasers. When you play this Teferi Planeswalker, put an extra loyalty counter on it for each different printing of Teferi you have with you. Yeah, that not not right. on the battlefield, just with you. Yeah, just with you. So you can load, like, load have, up that page. Yeah, just get so many fucking Teferis in there. Just be like, I'm a Teferi man. Tezzeret man, no longer a thing. Teferi man is the real is the real bay. He doesn't matter anymore. Okay, let's just be honest. He's not going to be part of the story. Teferi or Tezzeret? Teferi. He's supposed to be done. Well, I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be his last set he's supposed to be in. Are they killing him? Probably. Is he becoming complete? I don't know. Complete fairy? It's either... If he's complete fairy, he's... No. 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 I think that was kind of sealed with that art that was spoiled a couple months ago. Yeah, the argument for his character line is either... Which, of course, it probably won't be completed, but more likely that he just dies. He sacrifices himself. Yeah, I mean, he actually does something good, and actually, instead of just sit a time bubble. Yeah, and so, instead Perchance. of helping himself, he helps others and just kills himself. Well, to be fair, in Teferi's defense, he he protected his whole uh, his whole continent of Zelfir and lost all of it. But, I mean, he tr- he tried. He did try. Is, it, is the intent not what matters? No. Though, to be fair, the road to hell Listen. is paved with good intent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could talk about Urza and what he did in the story, too, and it's great intentions, 
very it, bad result. Well, I mean, with here's what he did the story. He was just looking to fuck it. It was just pretty much like a cock waving contest with his brother there, like ninety percent of the time. Like, well, yeah, and then it became the let's destroy the world situation. How was, do, no, was, how do you stop coming, everybody? No, it was coming to destroy Phyrexia because so, uh, after he was like, "I love my brother, I so want Garrett, him back," but Phyrexia. Took how you doing over there? Me. All right, man, we gotta continue. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. All right, that's good. Are you, are you done talking, Matt? Are you done for talking? a little bit? No, because I still have stuff to talk about. We're done. We're, We're going done. to the news, there, bro. <laughs> I'm next news. up on the news. You're not blue. I uh, yeah. yeah, he is. Actually, I'm red. No, you're but, red, oh. dude. But either way, I'm trying to move us along. Move along. So, Matt, move along. Let's hear say your stuff, kids. Move update. Along. Okay, so let's keep the good vibe. You know, we're supposed to have a little bit of a negative uh, a negative story about, like, Urza and stuff before leading into this. So this first line kind of, like, loses a bit of its punch, but it's still there. I'm going to read it for the comedic value now, just for the sh- You're the one who fucked this up. Hey, Anthony, why the fuck you got to be talking about Urza? I love Urza, too, okay? I'm sorry. He's a blue player, just like you. Let's yeah. move on. Let's keep the good vibes going as we jump into the news section. Magic Kids, the charity organization whose goal it is to help children work on reading, writing, and critical thinking skills through playing Magic the Gathering, just worked with Wizards of the Coast and Card Kingdom. From an article from Card Kingdom that came out on October 17th, 20 Watsi employees assisted Magic Kids and Card Kingdom staff in putting together 100 Magic Kits that magic kits that'll benefit 2000 children for around the com- around the country uh watsy wanting to show its uh, philanthropic endeavors of helping charity events and stuff uh, was able to find magic kids through gamers engaged is what it was called and uh they decided to work out a deal where magic kids came out to uh washington state to make these kits with Card Kingdom and Wizards is like, you're here already. Let's send uh, some employees and stuff to help out. So I thought it was really cool because, you know, we like Magic Kids here at This Week in MTG. Uh, I guess a shameless plug real quick. We did an interview with the uh, with Kelly, the education director. Yep. Is, I think is his official title, Kelly Schrant, who was also quoted in this article here. So first off, highly recommend you read the article because then you get like quotes from the uh, Gamers Engaged head. Then you get one from... Uh, <coughs> Then you get one from Card Kingdom, who's also commenting on it as well. So highly recommend. Give them the clicks. Give them the the, the eyes knowing that people are reading the article instead of just listening to it from some schmucks. But when you're done with that, check out our interview that we did with Kelly. Mm-hmm. Talking more about Magic Magic. And then Kids. just go check out Magic Kids because I'm sure we will be big hint way ahead of time i'm sure we're going to do another event with them too i was i was a little sad this weekend they had an they had this thing going on where you could play oathbreaker with them over spell table but this weekend well i mean you were busy as well i was busy as well we were busy with baby stuff this weekend weekend, so we didn't have we didn't have free time we're just gonna we're just gonna have to get a hold of kelly and just be like yo we need to we need to start upping like our commander play, and then we can work in some oathbreaker play with them. Dude, I got I got my oath my Ashiak oathbreaker deck. I am Ooh. so. I've, I've I fun. tore mine apart. <gasps> you already tore yours apart. Well, I had to to play Rith. Oh. Fair. Let's Wait, some more cards. Are you telling me I can actually start playing oathbreaker finally? Yeah, yeah you can, dude. We like oathbreaker here. Good, because I remember when Garrett tried to get this started with us over what how many years ago with this when it first it was started? when it first came out because was, it was I was listening to Rob's talk about oathbreaker and i was like fuck yeah i'll fucking make an oathbreaker deck and then it was just you and i that would make it no we had a couple other guys that are in our our big like 
we try to get together once a year for a big event, Magic group chat. Fair. So I know uh, our friend Casey has one together. Mm-hmm. And then Garrett from up in Grand Forks has one together too. So we at well, least had a, we had a small pot of three because you were playing Commander. So That's true. That's but true. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of different decks that now I just have a, I'm going to be as quick and fast as humanly possible beat the shit out of you. I got I got a, a deck idea from uh, the Weird Cards Facebook page where it showed the Royal Scions and uh, Overlord ex- Overloaded Experiment or whatever. It oh, makes yeah. a XX Weird. It's the sorcery that would be the signature spell for the Royal Scions, and you make an XX Weird creature equal to the number of instances sorcerers in your graveyard. And I'm like, I am totally in on this because then you plus the Royal Scions, yeah. make it make it a trampling first striker, and yeah. you can just be pitching stuff into your yard there. So. I'm pretty sure we all know what I'm going to build then again. Uh, which Tezzeret are you going to build no, it no, after, no. though? He's not going to be building. I will not tell you. He is totally. He looks like the kind of guy that will be building. Uh, Nissa. I was going to say Narset, not Nar- Nissa. You got Nissa vibes. I'm no, just he's, kidding. He's, I would totally actually build a, Nar- a Narset one. That'd be sweet. Dude, not, Narset. Not the not three Narset. Original uh, cons one. Jeskai? No. Uh, the blue-white blue one. one. The blue-white one. Yeah, blue that one was a cool card. Well, yes, I'll build a Tezzeret one. Speaking of some commander decks... People getting started off with uh, with Magic Kids learning how to play. Hey, why don't you tell us about some new Commander Starter decks there, Anthony? Yeah, let's bring it up with that. So, we got Starter Commander decks and a new product that Watsi is coming out with. These are five two-color decks that are designed to be a solid starting point for new Commander players to get into the format and just a good gift in general. Uh, they'll be releasing on December 2nd and are pre-selling online right now for $23.62 or $118.77. These decks will contain one foil-etched legendary commander with a new art, 99 foil card or non-foil cards, 10 double-sided tokens, a deck box, a strategy guide for the certain deck, punch-out counters, and a how-to-play guide. The full deck lists are out, but we are just going to talk about the commanders. Because let's be honest, we want to know who's leading these darn armies. You Uh, can swear on this podcast. I know I can. But I'm trying to be a better person too. Are you trying he's, to fucking moral he's, up us? He's, he's, the new, to... he's the new guy. So oh, yeah, he's, he's got, yeah, he's I got, got a, a sixty day trial period. We have yeah. to work it in. Yeah. We don't want me to just, lose the job before it even starts. You know, gotta have the damn at least for a couple be, weeks. Can't be getting drunk at the Christmas party and smacking the boss's ass, you know, and his wife's. I mean, that'd be bad. Get in the get in the comments. Like, Matt likes like Matt it. Would like it. Yeah, get, I know. But I don't know his wife would agree with that. Get in the comments. She'll like it too. Get in the comments. She'll like you smacking his ass. Oh, that's even better then. Her ass. <laughs> no, I don't know. Matt would have to give us that. Danny one. was trying to slap me earlier, and I was a little for that. You never replied back. You fucking oh blue balling son of a bitch. Okay. Hey, who are the commanders? All right, let's get to these commanders. So starting it up with the first flight deck, an Azorius helmed by Asperia Supreme Judge. The deck looks to play at just a typical blue white flyers deck with a lot of flying creatures. That draw cards and control pieces to make sure the flyers connect. We have some reprints like Talisman of Progress, Thought Vessel, Cartographer's Hawk, and Sphinx's Revelation. Solid cards. Uh, next up, we have a called, our next deck is called Grave Danger. And in it is a Danger blue-black zone. zombie tribal reanimator deck with Gisa and Geralt as the commanders. The reprints are Cemetery Reaper, Liliana Untouched by Death, Vela the Nightclad, and Sunken Hollow. Chaos Incarnate is with the red-black deck with Cardur, Doom Scourge as the commander. This one is meant to deal a bunch of damage with pingers and spells that just keep dealing damage. Some reprints are Brash Taunter, Coveted Jewel, Fiery Confluence, and Sanguimancer. 
And if you like dragons, this next one is for you. Dragonic Destruction, helmed by a Targa World Render, is the red-green dragon aggro deck of the player's dreams. Nobly reprints are Scourge of Velkus, Dracusin, Maw of Flames, Haven of the Spirit Dragon, and Savage Ventmaw. And finally, for all these token lovers, rejoice because this Amara Soul of the Accord is the green-white deck you are looking for. And some important reprints like Hornet Queen or a Mutation. What is this word? I've not seen Citadel. it. Citadel. Citadel, Hierophants, and Thunderfoot Belloff. Of course, the link with the full deck list will be in the show notes below. I do want to comment the uh, the higher fans. This is the first time this is getting reprinted since Odyssey, I think. Is that where it came from originally? Originally, and that's the only time that it's been printed. I remember it. Uh, I remember it semi vividly, uh, semi vividly, due to the fact that it was on a weekly winners article. Fuck back, like was it this spring or was it last winter or something? Yeah, that mo- that motherfucker right there. Oh, Urza, Urza saga. saga, not Odyssey. Urza Saga. Is when it was reprinted, but it adds mana. Want to give that card there, read Danny? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's a green three summons Druid, which is the original. I'm sure it's a legendary creature now. There it is, creature human Druid. Uh, creatures you have tap add green. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, with the uh, what was the the thing in Kamigawa that made mana dorks bigger or whatever. Where creatures with mana abilities got plus two, plus two, or plus three, no, plus that, three? No, wasn't that out of the Baldur's Gate stuff? Was that Baldur's Gate? That was Baldur's Gate, the new Baldur's Gate stuff. That was the new okay. red-green commander. So it, 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 it was it moved, a, the boar dude. There we go. It moved up this summer, then, is when it did. But it was on a weekly winners, I guarantee you that. That's why it looked familiar to me. And I wanted to put it on there as Oh, a, this card. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen this one in a while. I remember one... One friend of ours had it in a commander deck and haven't seen it since then. That's it's like not 10 a bad card. Four mana, make all your stuff mana dorks? No, that's that's not bad at all. Except there is Cryptothrites, which does it's, the same thing. Yeah, but this is, a, this is a creature that you can Court of Calling, that you can uh, Green Sun Zenith out. There's a lot more creature tutors and stuff than there is for, uh, I guess, green enchantments. But, I mean, in white, you're able to get Cryptothrite a little more. And this is in, this is in a green-white token deck, so you could do that there. But, like... It's a creature. I get it. You can reanimate it a lot easier than enchantments. It's basically a Shia, but also targets token creatures. Well, a Shia makes it better because it turns it into forests. I feel making it forests and just set of a, a land of war elves is kind of more important. Yeah, I don't know. It's a horse of peace in a sense. They both have their purposes. So yeah. We can go with that. So, next up, we go to, I guess, I am guess I'm reading what Matt wrote. Yeah, uh, so buddy. here at This Week in MTG, our motto is all for one and one for all. No, it's not. Uh, well, actually, it's, That's mine. I don't know where my deck is. Uh, <laughs> it's more like words are hard. Or as Matt says, something, something, contemplate. Um, but speaking of all for one, Phyrexia, all, all will be one, set just got some important dates announced and some important details. Uh, let me dive into the dates given in the Mothership article, hopefully to get you equipped to fight the Frexian Mother. Why not Father? Because it's Elish Norn. She's the Frexian Mother. The Father because is Yagmoth. Because we had a father in Machines already twice. So we need a mother now. Someone tender and caring. Dude. And we'll make sure that you are neither. fully complete. She will make sure you're completed and are very warm when you go outside. Elish Norn mm. will take good care of you. Debatable. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, the pre-release events will be yes, happening mommy. at... Go to bed. God damn it, child. I love you, Danny. The pre-release events will be happening at an LGS near you on January 27th through February 2nd of 2023. The tabletop release will be February 3rd with the launch party events happening the 3rd through the 5th. Store championship events will be happening at LGSs between March 15th or February 15th through March 5th. Um, and other events will be will be the WPN Premium Go- Game Store Exclusive Commander Party events going on March 10th through the 12th. Again, make sure you check with the LGS near you when they are scheduling these events. Hopefully, you can go to participate and support them. But as I mentioned a bit ago, there will be a product up details announced too. Um, so let's jump into that. Watsi is releasing another jumpstart set alongside Phyrexia All Will Be One. No cards were announced for this one. Yeah, they actually no, they weren't. That was for that was for the official jumpstart two that were shown. Yes. 2022. 2022. But you have, if you haven't checked those cards out, you probably well it'll be coming up here in the news. Yeah. But more importantly, some cool stuff. Patience, Anthony. God damn it. They're cool, though. Actually, one's really cool. Anyway, as we said, no cards were announced for this one. And, of course, you got the mainstays of Magic uh, products such as draft boosters, set boosters, and collector boosters. The draft booster box and collector booster box products shots show art of what we can only believe to be Atraxa. But nothing is confirmed at this moment. If that is the case, there will be the typical bundle with eight set boosters, the big spin die, uh, promo card, and land packs. The next product is new and seems to be more high-end product called the Bundle Completed Edition. Quote from the article, Arriving shortly after Phyrexia All Will Be One releases worldwide on February 3rd, the completed bundle is packed with even more awesomeness. This is, straight from, no, this is straight from the article. Really? Not, yes, this is straight from the article. Not really? Me, I from an almost billion dollar company, they used the word awesomeness. They did. It's a very good word. It is a good word. <laughs> it's trending. Debatable. But I just want you to know that this was not me that wrote this. This is verbatim quote from the article. This sounds like Matt's words. I promise you. This look a, at the article. You know what? There was probably a misclick, copy and paste because we already figured out that me copying. Tom You're forgetting. Jacks. They yeah. just forgot yeah. words. A few words, that's it. <laughs> they bundled together. It was supposed to be like awesome. Even, even going, back to, going back to this even more awesomeness set, uh, including a traditional foil promo card, 40 foil basic lands, 12 frags in all will be one boost sex, and 12 cards featuring a special foil treatment, uh, two mythic rare cards, and 10 basic lands. We'll share more about the completed bundle and much more coming from the set with our first look arriving December 8th. Did you guys see the product images for the, yeah. for the No. Yes, I did. It looks pretty cool. I am very excited. I am going to say, though, I'm a bit concerned about the completed bundle because, like, right now, like, I was listening to another podcast, went to work this morning, and, like, they discussed about, like, the price point of that being, like... Oh, yeah, we didn't... Tell tell, tell the price point. It, it's, like, $80? $80. Yeah, it's... And no one knows what's in it. You get 12 set boosters, and you get two of these new... 
foil mythics and 10 of the foil lands and stuff. Yeah, but we so, don't, but I'm saying that we don't know. I mean, you know what the product is. Isn't it? Yeah, you know what it we is. We just don't, don't know, know what, what it the looks like. stuff looks like on the, the inside what, and what, what could you get. contents are. If it's so, worth the value. Yeah. I and like another thing too is like the other podcast was too. They were saying like people are going nuts buying this right away, which I mean, that makes sense. You got a lot of the uh, collector. Yeah. Scalpers, recollectors. Um, and all that other stuff. But I think it's really interesting that they're doing this, though, and I appreciate it. I kind of hope they have something a little kind of cool put inside of there, something like from the past that we had before, like little art books or something like that would show us, I don't know, just something cool. Because I feel like this is where that's your marketing spot where it's like, oh, if you buy this, you get this unique thing that only comes in this box. I do I do miss that about the Fat Pack boxes where they had the, the, the art like the art things yeah. that encased it art like, posters or you can't you can't see it in live stream but you know i got them pinned in my fucking room and stuff like well, that i got a whole fucking uh portfolio of stuff from when i started magic before of those like checklist books that you got in fat packs as well yeah, like that was the those were enjoyable too of buying a fat pack have your own mini god book yeah it's yeah. kind of cool it's uh i don't know the the fact that it's 80 bucks i guess you know feeds into the fact that it's like uh, Watsy wanting to increase their 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 profit margins and stuff. It's like, hey, let's toss uh, three, let's toss in, uh, you know, uh, let's four let's, more. Four let's more throw these packs. same cards we're selling in the other four set or four boxes into this new box and label yeah. it differently and only include really two cards that people actually want to play with. And true, we'll just give them ten foil lands. Or the cards have been cool. Have been like because they're doing what is it? You said twelve set boosters. There's twelve set boosters. In here. I think it would have been cooler is if they would have done like ten set boosters and two collector boosters because the off chance of getting something really good or cool. Do you remember those? Uh, what the fuck was it called for the Throne of Eldraine? Where it was the draft boosters and it had a collector booster in there, but it was like it was in the it's same like the packaging collect- as a fat collector's bag. edition bundle. It was, it was a collector's edition yeah. bundle. Is yeah. what it was. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same kind of thing. I would be perfectly fine with that. You yeah. Get a collector booster in there. You actually, give them. Like, hey, here are here's a pack of money cards or potential money cards. Yeah, the potential worth like potential better worth the eighty dollar investment. Yeah, but, but if we're gonna be honest, are those collector boosters worth it for the for the Pringles you get out of there? It depends. Keep keep your cards in the right type of environment. They don't Pringle. Oh man! A quick, quick side note: I got a fucking fat pack box of a bunch of my foils that I've like put front to front, back to back, all the way through, and I got silicate <laughs> packs in there. That shit is working. Like those those cards, like Commander Legend cards that were curled so fucking good that it was like the curvature of the earth. Like as soon as you went over the horizon point, like you couldn't see shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Uh, they're 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 getting more straight now. Well, we'll have to see because I accidentally left a. I I think I must have bought a pack and just left it in my car of Double Masters twenty twenty two, and I got one of the nice full border Cavern Souls foil. Oh, that motherfucker curved like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. You showed me that. Oh, yeah. That was a Pringle chip right there. So put it in a a tight fit sleeve. Put it in a regular sleeve. Put it in a hard case sleeve. I'll have to see how it's been looking. It's been sitting on my desk. So So you know all those cards you sorted through? Yeah. Those sat in my garage for like a year and a half. Oh, boy. How curled did they get? Well, you looked at all of them. I know. How curled... Oh, those ones. Those cards. They were in They were in my garage for like a year and a half. That wasn't too bad. That sat through a winter. Wasn't too bad. All right. So what do we got next from the weekly MTG? So last week on Thursday, the weekly MTG live stream, hosted by Blake Rasmussen, had a bunch of information there. 
some stuff involving secret layers, jumpstart, and a new product. Speaking of, uh, we'll save the secret layer here a bit for in a second because that will then segue into the next bit of secret layer. So we'll jump off with the uh, jumpstart that was announced, the jumpstart yeah, 2022. We got a couple cards shown, not too much other details from them. Uh, first, we'll talk about the details of they're doing the anime-inspired art cards and stuff. There will be guaranteed one in each Jumpstart pack that comes for Jumpstart 2022, which, again, to, to, to remind you, it's not Phyrexia Obi-Wan. It's not Brothers War Jumpstart. It's Jumpstart It's the actual two. Jumpstart coming back. Yes. Like, I, I like the idea that they do Jumpstart with all the sets, well, well, we just well, got to more emphasize the fact. Remember, too, like, that the, the jumpstarts of the sets are their new, because they got rid of the introductory decks. Yes. This is the new introductory deck, is that whole idea. So, I mean, as far as I've heard from people I've tried them, like, they are enjoyable to play. But, yes, correct. This is not, this is this is your good jumpstart coming back. Like, this is the money cash yeah. again. I, I got jumpstart one box there that's my wife, my son, and I. Uh, well, we all like to play the, the jumpstart. The fact that it's like just super simple, let's shuffle it together. So I'm excited for this next set. Um, so anime-inspired cards that they got. So first off, they showed was Cold Steel Heart, which is a snow artifact. Enters the battlefield, tap for two mana. And when it enters the battlefield, you choose a color. You tap it, and then you can tap it to add a mana of any of the chosen color. The other anime-inspired card is Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker. This is legendary Goblin Shaman Haste Tap create a token that's a copy of another non-legendary creature you control except it has haste sack it at the beginning of the next end step i do want to know did you guys see the art on this in one yeah. of the the shards there's a cat that looks like it's fucking like it knows shit yeah no that's that is some sick art and i sent that to garrett and ben the other day and i was like i would like to buy this just yeah. those copies instead yep they got uh some of the Full deck lists, like the snow deck list, the speedy deck list, which is for one of the new cards the snow deck list is. Speedy deck list is for Kiki Jiki, and you have cards like Ardo's Cobbler of War, Bolthound, Warcry Phoenix, Markov Warlord, Fiery Conclusion, Fanatical Firebrand, Nest Robber, uh, Mud Button. I was going to say Mud Butt, but Mud Butt, Torch Runner. <laughs> mud Butt. Revenant Revelers, Rush of Adrenaline, Swift Kick, Thriving Bluff, and Seven Mountains. And I mentioned Snow Deck. So there's two new cards that were mentioned here that are coming out in uh, Jumpstart, which, you know, is something that they've done. We've seen um, Allosaurus Shepherd as a card, Tiny Bones, yep. uh, Bruvec as, like, cards that are specific to the set. Yep. So these are two of the new Jumpstart cards. Erdaz, the Cobbler of War, that was in the Speedy Deck. It is Red 111 Legendary Goblin Shaman Haste. When it or another creature enters the battlefield under your control, that creature gets plus two plus O oh until end of turn. Then you can pay three and a red, create a one one red goblin creature token with haste, activate only as a sorcery. That's pretty rough. Four mana for a, a, a three one with haste. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had to learn from Muxus, didn't they? Well, I was going to say this seems like a gob, uh, goblin war driver or whatever. Creature enters the battlefield, gets plus two, plus two, and haste. That came out in like a core set. Like this is just kind of like a a a yeah, that was only a, that. that was only ETB. This one you can late game. You got extra mana. You can just dump into a getting a creature. So true. And the, the good thing about this is it's not only once per turn. It's you just only can do it as a sorcery. Yep. Uh, next new card that was shown was Isu the Indomitable Blue Blue Three Five Five Legendary Snow Creature Yeti. 
You may look at the top card of your library any time. You may play snow lands and cast snow spells from the top of your library. Whenever another snow permanent enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay green, white, or blue. If you do, put a plus one, plus one counter on Isu the Abominable. That is the card I'm really excited about right now. Generic snow good stuff? Like, you have... Well, more more the, the color outlet. Having a bat-colored snow commander versus just Yorn, who's Salty. Yeah, I was just about to say, Yorn's the only, it's... like, official snowish one. Like, you got the... Mo- there's a mono-blue snow guy, right? Yeah, there, but... there's a couple There's a couple of them that are, you know, mon- like, mono-colored, and then... Um, Harvar? I think... Heriviv? It, like, returns the land and does yeah. a thing. It's a wizard snow thing. Yeah. But, like, this is kind of exciting because this just gives you more branching power. Yeah. Very which much is so. kind of enjoyable. And it's also, like, the thing that people are really excited about, too, is there's some white cards, like, specifically that uh, Promise to Glory, which is snow-oriented card. Yeah. <laughs> that's really important for searching out snow permanents and stuff that you want. So, yeah, that's where it's exciting. This allows you to use a lot of those snow permanents that came out in Keldheim. So. That, too. And don't worry, there's still snow hate, so we're okay. Yes. Uh, well, we mentioned Phyrexia Obi won the product shots there, but this next cool thing. Did you did you watch the video for this one, you guys? No? no okay. Didn't so see that. I'll read this directly from the article that we're pulling from, which is from Star City Games here. Next up, check out the new collector's item for MTG fans, Chandra's Gauntlet. Danny, would you do a Chandra cosplay if we make even more money on OnlyFans? <laughs> You are going to be our, our, our costume. Sure, I, I, I will if if we raise double what I said last time. So, 500 for Sisse, 1,000 for Chandra. Yep. I would love to see you in a fucking fiery hat and, and, and the Chandra's gone. Mind you, I'm going to be a male version of both of these. I'd be perfectly fine. So They still are going to be risque. That's can, fine. Can we get nipple tassels? I guess if you want. Perfect. Then, then we're in. So, anyways, <laughs> this, this is going to be a... These are definitely going to be dad bod cosplay costumes so oh, perfect Dad and, you're, and you're paying for this you motherfuckers hey <laughs> if you want whatever this. gets us some money so uh the article continues the wearable gauntlet lights up sprays mists and makes sound effects the package also comes with a chandra print by mangili villanuvi uh he had a secret lair earlier this summer a th- he was the one that came out with the uh, the Death Shadow. Uh, oh, what, what, what else was in that one? It was very gorgeous art that he did. It, it was the Death Shadow one that came out earlier this summer. Was it the August drop? Oh, I could picture the Death Shadow, but I can't remember anything else that was in there. I got nothing for you, bud. Okay, but uh, he uh, he's doing a Chandra art and an exclusive promo card, the bundle. Um, excuse me, we have to retcon that a little bit. It's Magali. Magali. What it's is? a female French artist. Oh, it's not a man, just so you know. I am so sorry. Fuck it's okay. It's Cancel okay. Me. Cancel me. No, you just, you can't read French names, so you wouldn't know the difference anyways. Megali, you did a fucking badass job with that death right. Sh- er, no, okay, that, hold, uh, on. hold on here. Hold shot. on. You're throwing shade at my boy here. You had to look it up to find out it was a female. I was double checking. I know it's a female, but I didn't want to say something wrong like Matt did mistakenly. Not on purpose. Mistakenly. It was, it was not, I promise you it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose. That, I just that's wanted my, to check. That's my uh, heavy sexism showing. <laughs> I apologize. No, it's, you just didn't know. Yeah, you don't ex- know the ex- artist Accidental okay. sexism. Accidental. Uh, this bundle will cost. You get the gauntlet, those cards, the print, all for $299. And will be going on sale soon. I'm kind of sad that that wasn't a flamethrower. <laughs> 
It's yeah. I, mean, I know it's marketed to kids, but like, could you imagine how good that'd be if it was actually like a mini flamethrower for people? What is it going to take to get Elon Musk? <laughs> okay, <laughs> to get involved with Hasbro. I think here. I think this is a conversation for another time, so I'm not going to continue. Let's just move to the next part. Uh, they they got three different glove sizes as well. There's a refillable canister to put the to to make the mist, and there's a USB uh, charging stand that you put the gauntlet on, including its own super special storage box as well. But the next thing that was talked about in this weekly MTG uh, stream was Wizards Secret Lair Extra Life. The same as last year where they had kids draw their renditions of a magic card, not just getting the name from my understanding of it, and they drew what they wanted, their three, and then there was an artist uh, re-envision of that card really sticking to the source source material of those kids' So we got Birds of Paradise, Lotless Dragon Queen, not Lotless. Is it Lotless? Lothless? Lothless. Lothless. Lothless Dragon Queen and the Sliver Legion. The uh, They have a foil and non-foil. Uh, non-foil is $39.99. Foil is $49.99. The drop goes on sale November 4th through the 7th with 50% of each purchase going to Extra Life, which is a uh, charity... Uh, organization that helps uh, kids in uh, medical situations to, you know, like give them the joy of gaming as they're going through cancer treatments and stuff. But so they picked three kids. Uh, do they have the names and stuff of the kids? They're they're on the bottom of the cards. They're at the bottom of the cards, but I can't z- see very well. Use use your bifocals. There we go. Oh, that's getting really zoomed in. So, uh, Lothless Dragon Queen was done by. Uh, Mama Mama Head, age four. And this art is probably my favorite. I like the Sliver Legion personally. Sliver Legion is just as good. It's just goofy. Done by uh, Sade, age six. Yes. Uh, The other thing that you do with these cards is the flavor text on these cards are quotes actually from the kids. So I want to read Sliver Legion here to you. (laughs) It's they're describing their art to the uh, the art director for this and for sliver legion Sade said an alien from another world at first glance it looks funny maybe scary and also maybe ugly but mostly funny <laughs> i love kids they're enjoyable they say, they say amazing shit where it's like you are not wrong there i'm at just all. i'm excited to see what uh what card what the bonus card is and because it's probably going to be mark rosewater again well yeah that last one was amazing too because it was the questing fill of the roof, right? Yep, yep. That was an enjoyable card. Yeah. the The final card is Birds of Paradise. Uh, per, Birds Bird, of Paradise. Birds of Paradise by Ely, age eight, and the uh, the flavor text on it is: Its diet consists of the rare every berry, which tastes different every time. It loves the surprise. Also, what's really cool too, if you look at the art that was done by Andrea Raddick, she kept the weird little. Uh, rainbow piece behind the tail where it arches incorrectly so kind of a fun thing sir it doesn't arch incorrectly it arches just the way it's supposed to it's a bird it does what it wants too it's a bird of paradise and knows every berries uh schnozberries tastes like schnozberries lapis dragon queen uh flavor text is if you saw her you'd go ah yeah basically it's so good Here's a real debate for uh, anyone listening in the chat and everything. 
on another podcast, they talked about the idea of a plushies for these. Which which one would you want to see in a plushie form? Birds of Paradise. I'm just curious. I know a big thing was like people talked about the mole drifter from the last one, how cute it was, which I would have to agree. I would have to say Birds of Paradise. If we're doing all three? No, no, you pick one. Or like, like uh, you pick one. You pick one, one from one. All, all the no, no, extra no, no of, of these three, because oh, Mul- Drifter was the one that for the last one that gotcha, I liked gotcha. a lot. But like, if you would pick one from these three, I think in order from stuffies of getting made, actually getting made, uh, in my opinion, it would be Birds of Paradise, Sliver Legion, and Lothless in that order of most likely to get made into a plushie. Yeah, I'd like the Sliver Legion or Lothless. I think. Look at that Lothless. Come on. I mean, don't get me wrong. That Lothless is my my spirit animal. But the fact is, like, going for generalized other magic players who would Without be Without scaring at the, the kids. Who uh, Lothless is not scaring any kids. It just tells you, ah. <laughs> okay, fine. Yes, you got me there. Birds of Paradise. Definitely, definitely number one. That looks like it'd be super fluffy. Have you seen those Squishimals? Like, that totally looks like it'd be a Squishimal with, like, some ribbon tails on it. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. So uh, Extra Life, link down below to be able to get into that. Also, along with the Extra Life, there is a new playmat with a Johnny with a Karn's truck chilling behind him. Uh, pre, pre-complete. pre Rest in peace, the goodest boy. It's fine. I'm so sorry, Danny. The best of boys. And they also have they also have shirts available as well as tokens for Extra Life. And those proceeds will be going to the Extra Life Foundation. But as I mentioned before, at the beginning, there was, oh yeah, that was the secret layer and stuff. So yeah, secret layers, link it, <laughs> segue into the next one. Advent calendar. So with all the other secret layers going on, we talked about this one a little bit last week, the 30th anniversary countdown kit. So this will have 30 cards, one in each of its own packs. So you get one pack for each year that magic's been around. And it is up on the Secret Lair site, so I'd say, I don't, honestly, just probably pick our favorite ones and talk about it a little bit. Well, hold on. So they, they showed seven that are officially revealed. The other ones you got to, like, click further into the link for because other people might want to be surprised. So I want to put a quick disclaimer. If you are planning to get this and want to be surprised by what is actually coming out in this countdown calendar... Uh, Skip ahead, probably. No, knowing us, we'll give it four two. hours. Uh, we'll let's do, let's try five two, minutes. I was gonna say two minutes. Okay, because if we're just gonna be talking about a card, we'll just be like, "This is the card. This is the artist from what secret layer it came from." Kind of a thing. Like afterwards. So, uh, if Garrett, you want to talk about the seven first cards that were were shown there? Well, we already talked knows. about the seven first ones. Reminder, because we might have oh, new shit. listeners. Well, or if you don't got to pull it up, I gotta pull it up right here. Nope, I got them right here. So we've got Bloodbraid Elf, we've got Shark Typhoon, we've got Chrome Mox, we've got Necropotence, we've got Birthing Pod, Nicobolus God Pharaoh, and shit, what was the Planeswalker? It's Elspeth, Sub Champion. So those were the first seven that were released, but then they've now released the other 23 that they're going to be in that pack. So if you don't want to be listening to these ones and keeping the surprise, skip ahead two minutes. All right, so limited to 30 seconds piece, talk about our favorite cards. Uh, so my favorite one, and we've already talked about it, is it, we we won't even say the years. Just say what card it is. Let people be surprised. Yeah. Uh, the new Heritage Druid is looking hella sweet. 
yeah, I I will figure out a way to get four copies of this. So, oh, and, and we got deals worked yep. out already. He, so. he he currently has two. <laughs> at, at the moment of recording, he's guaranteed two. Uh, I'd probably say I'm a favorite. It's it's still probably Shark Typhoon. There you go. Personally, just because I love the movie poster and I love oh, dude, all the I love the memeage from that card and how it got made. So I just that's my favorite one. I mean, I love all the arts, but this one's still probably my favorite. Danny, which one are you thinking? Ah, uh, I know it's hard to choose which one you like the best. That's the thing. I don't play with any of them, so it's not like I. We'll just pick an art that you like. Yeah, I'm looking, looking. Should we come back to you? Um, probably. Actually, Ooh. it would probably be sh- uh, Squee. Squee's so adorable. Yeah. yeah, he's a really happy guy. Just because he's a commander that does nothing. Does everything you need him to. And he has a toy. Squeeze toy. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> thank you, Wizards, for that. But yeah, that, that would probably be my one to get. All right, Matt, round it off. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm rounding it off here. No, you're not. Uh, it was really hard for me to decide between two, but I think at the end I'm going to be picking the Matt Reddick Deathrite Shaman. He's the person that did the unfathomably brutal basic lands because those things are so fucking good. And on top of that, oh, speaking of, uh, the cards are actually at the post office right now. I got to pay postage because it wasn't enough. <laughs> so I got to take care of that Fuck, tomorrow. I will pay postage you for you. Son of a bitch. Right. So uh, tomorrow after work, I'm going to take the, the slip in. Be like, Fuck hey, yeah, we got it. So we're gonna be getting artist proof Matt Reddick stuff, and uh, yeah. So thanks, Parker. Yeah, do, okay, quick plug for Parker here. I, it's been two minutes, so f- figure it out on your own. Not gonna say anything, but uh, Parker Shaffle of Everything Sideways dropped his Planeswalker Punk album last week. The thing fucking mm-hmm. slaps. Have you all listened to it yet? Yep, I have not. I'm going to. You know, know the best part is it popped up on my release radar. Did for it Spotify. really? One song popped up, so I'm sitting here going, "Which one is it? Oh, which one was it? Was it one verse three? I think that's his number. It one. was one verse three. Yeah, that's his number one song right now on Spotify. Which before, if I'm not mistaken, was just uh, pissing on Italy, the uh, the the title track of his pissing on Italy album that he made for the. the which I think part of it is because when ABDL. we did the interview, I went and started following him because I went and listened to more of his music afterwards too. So one, listen to the new album. Two, listen to the rest of his stuff. It fucking slaps he has a good cover like he was talking about on our episode of uh yakety sax in punk yes. version, and it's so good so uh links down for that 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 below and go check out parker like his, his, the the effort that he put into making this amazing and he is more worth of listening to than just us schmucks with microphones don't worry i just bought the album too on Bandcamp. no i bought through itunes oh shit I, I just bought it okay i support magic stuff Dude, oh. you got to. But hey, we we were past that two minute mark. So hey, cool. Hopefully you Thank listen. You. <laughs> listen for, hopefully you skipped far enough ahead that you completely skipped over. Uh, so if you're looking to buy this as of right now when we're live recording, it's going to be available in seven days, thirteen hours, forty seven minutes, and twenty nine seconds. Or the official date. Or the official date, November seventh. There we go. So this, that way people don't have to do complicated math. This is also because not everybody thing, can count to nine. You're right. Is it, this this is also limited? This too. is limited. This is one where they Ugh, officially the said on the stream oh, that this. they have uh, they have them already printed, so that way you would be able to get them before December for your <laughs> countdown stuff. So uh, be wary of bots. Be wary. You'll get them in a year. 
Uh, and I don't think... Does it say... I don't know if it has uh, a limit per person. Typically for something like this, I think it was like a, a three per person. Was it? I think the last the last couple of things were like this, yeah. But then also some of those two were through the Hasbro site. They weren't through Secret Layer though either. No, very fair, very fair. So it doesn't that, say if there's a was, limit to how many people that's can where, buy. We don't know what number of how many these are true. either. I'm just going to be really sad because I feel like I'm not going to get one. Yeah. And uh, this is what I want. This is one uh, I think we talked about it like two weeks ago when it first came out. Yep. I, I'm going to be stopping my garbage truck as soon as I get the notification on my calendar. Go to the website. <laughs> And I am fucking getting these because this is like, honestly, one of the coolest things that Watsy probably could have done. Like 150 bucks, you're getting some very fucking solid cards. You're getting some very fucking good art from very, some fucking good artists kind of who have been part. through all of the secret layers through these yeah. years. Like all of them are fucking bangers. And if you, if you, you skipped ahead, we're not going to be talking about any of the cards. Even the but- worst card. Like- I mean. Just kidding. No, uh, now I gotta beat that out. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Just no, I'm yes, just you do, kidding. Because we weren't spoiling cards that oh, were in there. Oh, yeah, beeping out. You're making me do extra work, Anthony. You're fired. Sorry, fired. <laughs> Lost job, right? I'm an idiot. You can spoil all you want, but you just can't spoil anything. <sighs> Done spoiling. Yeah. Swear, so, swear all you want, but you get fired for spoiling shit. Damn it. All right. Uh, so if you want to pick that up too, it's $150 like we've been talking about, which is a good deal. I really think that's a good fucking deal because, well, it's 30 cards and honestly, they're Necropros and Chromox are half the value of the thing. Shark Um, Typhoon's up there too. (laughs) Chromox itself right now, like the, like I just said, I bought, uh, two of them this, uh, past weekend to fill up my playset again because I'm a psychopath and, uh. They're roughly like a sixty-five to seventy-dollar card base. So well, see, there you go. Then it's that's, over half. Just that's over half from one card. And this is the uh, and this is the Dan Frazier version of the the, so it's the gonna be a style. Little bit, at least maintaining that same value. It's yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Double Masters eighty-two USD according to Scryfall. Eternal Masters seventy-eight. Yeah. So yeah. You're, that's the, you're that's the you're cheapest holding. legal version. Yep. But let's do a quick rundown of this last little bit of the news. So before we get into conjure currency, so let's go over the latest Hasbro earnings call that got reported last week to help keep this, you know, all kosher and give you the proper inf- information. We do have all the information straight from the article, but because it is a little bit longer article and sometimes people don't always appreciate the business lingo and everything, I'm going to do my best to paraphrase what's going on. Long story short, the big piece of this article is that Hasbro announced that Wizards of the Coast was its first one billion, with a B, dollar property. So there you go. Magic players keep buying shit from, from Wizards. Make, make Hasbro more money. Make sure you buy your stock in Hasbro. We've had these conversations sitting at like $65 right now per stock. So make sure to get in there. It's lower than it has been in a little while. It's the only company Hasbro hasn't fucked up yet. Yeah, because they actually trust to keep everything within house, within reason. Uh, but going into this report, financials came out from the investors' report on the website. First, Hasbro did have to report that it had one point six eight billion dollars down, and they were down fifteen percent year over year. Uh, so there's that. And then, furthermore, the company's operating profit was. Uh, one hundred ninety-four point three million with an M. 
decline by 47% or 31% on an adjusted basis, yada, yada, yada. Quick, quick, quick note with that adjusted basis. Uh, basis. I, I just want to say, like, I'm not a fucking stock mongol or anything like that, but just know that 31% adjusted basis is not like the legal stuff that you should be reporting to the FTC yeah, or whatever and stuff. No. So that, that's, <laughs> they're, they're, you're getting, fluffing, into, you're getting into sketchy territory they, when you start fluffing. They're fluffing their numbers, yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, these reports, they have losses, shipping costs, consumer goods, um, anticipated supply chain challenges, as well as preparing content scheduled for multiple Magic the Gathering product lines, which do include Brothers War set coming out, its 30th anniversary proxy promotional packs coming out. I don't think we will ever be done throwing shade at these, but here we go. We'll keep going as long as they let us. So, yeah, we've got that's kind of the big skinny part of it. It's like if you want to read more into it, they do talk more about the universes beyond sets that are going to be coming out. So, the Lord of the Rings, Doctor Who, which I'm fucking excited over. Anyway, sorry. And then <laughs> Warhammer 40K, which we already have some of that stuff out. Um, and remember, uh, pay attention to our social media. We're giving some of that stuff away thanks to J-Dubs. So, you know, we've got, there's so much stuff going on with Wizards of the Coast right now, and it's just a good idea to keep track of everything. If you're more on the collecting side, go ahead, collect, do what you need to do. Once you start seeing the downcline of Wizards come, you know, in hopefully like 100 years, you can go, I have these from 130 years ago. They're still on the reserve list because it hasn't gotten rid of it yet. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite comments that I've ever heard of, and it's it's at the beginning of Brains from Brewery all the time is when uh, DJ John uh, Douglas Johnson uh, in their intro says, "Magic will survive the heat death of the universe." I believe that to be true. Yeah, yeah. No matter no matter what fucking happens, <laughs> they're surviving the heat death of I the mean, universe. I mean, we made thirty years. Like most most card games don't make it past like ten. Right, even I mean, five. Let's let's be real. The first year, sometimes Magic, Pokemon, and Yu-Gi-Oh are probably the longest are the longest running card games. Yeah, because most card game trading card games are based off of some component of Magic. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, and and some some side, of them some side of them have too. Some like, of them have died and came back. So like Digimon died for a little while, and now is starting to have a resurgence because of the Tri series and what they're doing with it, and making it a lot better. Yep. So. And then, of course, the side note, too, of that whole history of magic is Pokemon did technically steal magic concepts, which then came down to them being like, you can either change your stuff or a lawsuit can happen. They're like, oh, we'll change. Don't worry. Yeah. So was this during the whole Watts? Uh, the beginning. The, the Wizards of the Coast when Pokemon was getting printed by Wizards of the Coast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the subsidiary company working with them was like, let's be honest, good ideas. Do, fucking read 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 up on the wiki and that. Uh, we talked about it too, actually. Was it this summer? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we did. We talked about it this summer. summer. Yeah. I will. I don't know which episode it is. Yeah. So listen to all our summer episodes, folks. <laughs> find it. It's a treasure hunt. <laughs> Once you find it, tell us, and there might be a prize for you. I will send you a pack. We don't know what type of pack yet. But yeah, so I mean, good pack. This is, it's the longest running card game, and it's spawned off spin spinoff series that have been their own things, their own TV shows, video games, and all that jazz. And I'm sure that those card games will last long as well, as long as whoever's making them keeps continuing to pump out good content, good materials, and everything. Um, I think Wizards right now is kind of going through that whole 
you know, midlife crisis trying to figure out its identity thing with so much shit going on. We've got secret layers. We've got new bundles coming out. We've got collector's items. Universes Beyond. We've got Universes Beyond. We've got proxies being sold directly from wizards. There we go. Another shot at them about those facts. Take that. Ha! Yeah, I just... And the, we're going to get a... We're going to get a cease coming out from like wizards a couple months. Soon. Hopefully not. Um, set abundance. But, yeah, it's so... The nice part is, and we've talked about this over and over and over again, the buffet line of Magic the Gathering just keeps getting longer and longer and finding new things for anyone and everyone. So I think the universe is beyond thing is a really good thing. I'm not the I'm not a I have no idea anything about Warhammer, but looking through the decks when I was sleeping them, it has some cool fucking mechanics. Yeah, you like that? Oh yeah. Cool. I mean I don't I don't play Warhammer, but I talked a lot of Warhammer back in the day and that is some good stuff. Well, and then and if you like reading lore, their book series is phenomenal. So, like, check there it you out. Go. And if you're just like me, where it's like, hey, cool, I know it's going to be a popular thing. Yeah, pick up a collection, but play with them too. I mean, they're going to be cool. Whenever we get that playthrough episode, we'll just roll dice, and whoever gets what is what. So, but let's talk about some cards that are in print. Hold on, hold on. You miss, you're missing it. You're missing a bit there. There's the live stock look up here. Did you want to look that up or you want me to pull that up? Yeah. I mean, it's inevitable. I, I Whenever think, we talk Hasbro no, here, stock. Here's like the thing. The, the I think I thing. already brought it up because I am not going to lie. I looked at my stocks this morning because I put in for a bunch of like cheaper stocks because okay. I had Stonks. some excess. Stonks. Uh, but Stonks. as of tonight, and I was right, it was still the same price. Hasbro stocks are sitting at $65.61 as of market close today. And uh, we can even go into what the highest rate was. The highest it got was back in July 2019, and it was sitting at 126. I remember that. Um, and the very I think we talked about that on the episode. We did, and the very lowest it got, which is where I bought my first set of Hasbro and stock. That's before you came on the podcast. Before I came on, and I'm pretty sure we talked about that, being like, "Folks, it's down below." This yep. is where you got to jump in. I think when we officially commented on it, it was like at 50 bucks. And the cheapest it was, and I bought it at like between the cheapest and the 50 buck mark was 45 bucks. So, you know, you're sitting at a, it's, it's something that it'll ebb and flow throughout time. Um, just because Hasbro owns one good property and they're figuring out what to do with the rest of their shit. Are but, you telling me Peppa Pig's not a good property? Dude. Did you just, know? Uh, listen, you, Peppa Pig is savage. Okay. E1 Entertainment, that's one of their biggest acquisitions that they've made. It's People are saying, oh, it's the rest of their money and stuff. Did you know that they're the one, E1 Entertainment was the, the I don't know, whatever its fucking official title is, is the one that made the scary stories to tell in the dark movie? Oh, yeah. It was a good movie. There were some like bits there where it's like, oh, was shit cut out of this to save on time, which was unfortunate. But yeah. I still enjoyed it. Like the... the uh, the graphics in it, the art direction for Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was pretty fucking solid, in my opinion. Real quick side note, because we brought up this topic before. Before we get into the Conjuring Currency, you know how we've talked about Winnie the Pooh having a horror movie? Guess what else is getting a horror movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know this. Grinch. The Grinch, Grinch is getting one. Really? Look it up later. Get into the Conjuring Currency. What's up, Techno? Thanks for the follow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shit, missed that one. Thank you. Techno, his, his you badass. No, just just jump into the contra currency. Look it up later. Like the the one graphic they've released, it fits. Nice. 
Now to the conjured currency section where we cover the finances of notable cards and their price trends. The main resource that we use for this is the amazing site mtgstocks.com who comes out with a weekly winner article that goes over 3 to 5 cards moving up in price and 3 to 5 cards that are moving down in price. The weekly winner's article drops on Friday, we record on Monday, so if there's any price differences between then and now, we'll let you know. Let's jump on into this. So first off in the contract currency section, we have Orval, or, Orvar, the all form. Blue 3, 3-3, three, three, legendary creature, shapeshifter, changeling, so it's every creature type. When you cast an instant or sorcery spell that targets one or more other permanents you control, create a token that's a copy of those permanents. When a spell or an ability an opponent controls... It uh, causes you to discard a card, create a token that's a copy of that tar- uh, of target permanent. Uh, it jumped up 62% and is at $14.99 as of Friday. Today, Monday, market price $11.51. Average price $14.77. Foils going for $16.95. European average $504. So with an average price being $14.77 means that more people are uh, asking for $14.77, where market is $11.51, more people are buying at that $11 range. So Orvar is showing up, uh, moving up in price, due to the fact it's getting seen in a lot of sideboard play as counterplay to indomitable creativity, primarily for Archon of Cruelty. You have this out on the battlefield, and Archon makes you discard a card, you make a copy of what you discard, and you kind of still get the thing that you discarded there, so you're not like losing any value. So it kind of like slows down what Archon of Cruelty is supposed to be doing to you in that form. And because of that, and because it's just modern, just being a really good five-color fucking format now, where it's like no no restraints, no cost reductions Listen, of we'll, having we'll get to this. five colors. We'll get to this. So Have restraints. Have so, have restraint, man. We'll or, talk about this. Or, Orvar is showing up in the sideboard as counter tech for that, which but is also, pretty cool. That's cool. You can also find it in Ivy Glean Spell Thief Commander decks, which is the new card from. It's Dominaria United. Dominaria United. Yeah, it wasn't the. I was looking at the commander set, but no. So a uh, player casts a spell that targets a single creature other than Ivy. You may copy that spell. Uh, that copy targets Ivy. So makes a bunch of stuff there. Uh, next up, we have Bloodthirster. This comes from the Warhammer 40k Commander decks. Red 5, Demon, Flying, Trample, when it uh, when it deals combat damage to a player, untap it. After this combat phase, there is an additional combat phase. Bloodthirster can't attack a player it already attacked this turn. As of Friday, it jumped up 91% and was at $19 even. Today, moved up even further in price with a market price of $25.50, an average price of $25.94, and a European average of €6.16. Only printed in Universes Beyond. And it doesn't have another printing. What the fuck is that printing from? It looks like the exact same card. It's the uh, the special foiling. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 surge foil. the surge The surge foiling. I stand corrected. Surge flying, surge flying does not show very well online. So yeah, that's moving up in price. You got a bunch of commander decks that are very keen of making multiple combat, multiple combat steps here happening. You got things like aggravated assaults, Godo Bandit Warlord, or Hellkite Charger being cards that fit into a red multiple uh, combat turn deck. It also gets it's also getting put in like new new builds from some of the cards from Tyranid Swarm or just put into the Tyranid Swarm itself. 
and just being a demon. You got Rakdos, the showstopper, or just Rakdos, Lord of Riots, getting Bloodthirster put into those decks because you can have a one-drop 6-6 six, six that gets you additional combat steps. Wouldn't this, be, wouldn't this be infinite with uh, Helm of God? Or Helm of Host? Uh, whenever, a, whenever Bloodthirster deals combat damage to a player, untap it. After this, it's an additional combat. I think you yeah. can, yeah. Yeah. It would be or, infinite. Because, yeah. or because you, you have an additional combat phase, it triggers Helm of the Host, which at the beginning of your combat phase, you make a token of that creature, and it's a new version that that new version can attack the person that the original just attacked. Yeah. And then the son of a so, bitch, pick up your helm of the host. I mean, helm of the host has already been a good card for. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I was just like first things Get like yourself oh. these commander decks. It, it just, it just goes back to um, Aurelio, the angel warlord, yeah. oh, yeah. warlord, the yeah. warlord. It's the same thing, yeah. but it's just a new. It's mono red now rather yeah. than Boros. Yep. All right. Well, what's number three on the pickup list? Number three, we have Poxwalkers, Black 2, 3, 1, Zombie Death Touch. It has an ability, whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, return Poxwalkers from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Poxwalkers jumped up 42% and was at $9.20 as of Friday. Today, market price $9.23, average $9.72, European average €5.52. This also has a surge foil, and prices on that are not here on uh, MTG stocks at the current moment. But Poxwalkers is moving up primarily because of Legacy, believe it or not. Uh, Legacy is a format that does push prices of cards. You have the pox style decks is what they're like called in there and lines eye diamond synergies oh, where you like yeah. uh lines eye diamond you discard your hand put that out and then you uh cast the thing from your grave you just get this back it's kind of it's uh, i think i think the, the the deck name to help other players kind of like conceptualize what it's supposed to do it is lines eye diamond dredge yep and that's what pox walker is good because a three one death touch is still good in combat. It, it it does its things. And uh it also can go into any kind of zombie style zombie tribal deck in commander because it is a zombie, not a Necron, a zombie. <laughs> it also has a couple other uh new cards, Abaddon the Despoiler, it's getting put in, and Bellwork the Dark Master. It does have a list of the Ellie uh Lion's Eye Diamond dredge list here which has flare the hatebound hogak ikord uh four pox walkers golgari thug golgari grave troll narcomoeba stinkweed imp and stuff like that but those are your weekly winners want to tell us about some cheap pickups here no funnily enough we've already talked about one of the cheap pickups it's goto bandit warlord five dollars and moving up this was identified by the mtg stocks premium penny stocks feature as a card that is bottomed out and is starting to consistently move upward. If you're interested in uh, red combat damage stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then the next one up, this one's a special one. So it's a Dak Faden, but not just any Dak Faden. It's the Secret Lair version where it looks like as if Planeswalkers have been around since the beginning of Magic, where they don't have their current style, and it is a lot of text to read. So yeah. uh, just make sure to look at that. It is sitting at $9.01, and it is moving down, and that's pretty consistent with the other version of it as well where the the other version is currently sitting at about 1290 so there you go 
to and, those that love the uh, the text lands. Oh, like I feel like this is a, a text land person card. Yeah. <laughs> but the last one on the cheap pickups is Forbidden Orchard, and this is specifically the Double Masters 2022 version. It is sitting at four dollars and eighty-five cents and trending down. But you know what, Matt? I'm looking to pick up some cards. So we've we've got we've got all these secret layers coming out. You know. Yes, we do. We you know, I'd like to know, hypothetically, times get rough. When I could sell these cards to get the most bang for my buck? Is there some way to kind of help me figure out? Or you know, on the on the other side. I'm looking up to pick up some of these cheap pickups. I want to see if they get lower. You're talking about bang for your buck. And I'm I talking feel about like, bang for buck. I, I feel like, like the, I'm thinking far off shot from the distance. I don't see it coming for a little while, but I'm trying to play ahead. A sniper, if you will. You're snapping out some prices here. Yeah. I like that thoughts. And I think there is a site just for that in itself. Danny, oh, get please. your hand off your head. Fuck off. Please. Please tell me more of this this site that I could snipe out these card that I could trade in a game prices. Get, get those good deals, you know. These good deals. So, yes, uh, Garrett, you're going to be excited to know. Okay. There's actually okay. something that is very thematic to this. It's called TCG Sniper. What? You're, Believe it or you're not, fucking kidding I'm me. not kidding you. TCG Sniper. <laughs> you, so the, the gist of it is. That's just, it's, just a, it's a happy coincidence, isn't it? I promise you it's not a happy coincidence. It's like when you, when you know how pop pop culture and how like the current young kid lingo works and stuff like that's that's the right thing to say young kid lingo yeah yeah sure just go with it just go with it okay okay so a hip young kid lingo that people use is if they snapping out it's they're they're locked in on something and they take something down that is that is good for them typically at at a boon as one would argue a boon for them so a boon for tcg sniper is getting a card that is reduced in price but wait but so i get the reduced in price first but what if i'm looking to sell and i want like like the stocks we previously talked about you got to sell them high you got to buy low you got to sell them high you got to sell high is there a way to tell me if it's you never is there a way to tell me if it's time to sell because it's reached the highest point you never get money when you sell low that is like so you gotta i gotta sell high go to econ 101 for that tcg sniper helps helps you sell High because they also snipe out for you when a card that you decide, oh, this is one I want to get notified on of other people also moving this card up in price. Then you can do that as well, and yeah. you can snipe in, jump in on that bandwagon, and you just sniped yourself you, in. You got some you pox walkers for kid- ten to twelve dollars. You gotta be kidding me! I'm not kidding you. TCG yep. Sniper, amazing. What amazing happened? They're they're a what? price tracking website. Is like the gist of it. But that snipe no, out these. No, prices. here's the real question. You you told me about this. You have a podcast. I do have a podcast. You have a podcast too. I, oh, do you talk do I, about this on your podcast yet? I don't know if I have yet. Maybe you should talk about it on your I next probably should. then. You know, if there was something to like, if I go to MT or not MTG, TCG Sniper, right? Yeah, TCG, TCG Sniper. Sniper, not just MTG. No. They do more than just magic cards. Oh, if they do like you, Pokemon if, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, that Pokemon kind of stuff Yu-Gi-Oh. too? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon If I were to go there and say like, hey, uh, my buddy Matt, he has this podcast. Uh, it's called This Week in MTG. He sent me over here because we were talking about stuff. Uh, could I get anything from that? You will get some pretty good stuff. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so fun fact about this. If you go over to TCG Sniper, sign up for their Plus program. Mention the guys over at This weekend MTG sent you. You will get three months free of their premium program, which will allow you how many cards? 
50. I'm going to say, I'm going to guess 50. You're going to guess 50. That's a lot of fucking cards. Hold it on. is a lot of cards. Not just cards, products. Oh, like sealed products? Sealed products. You can, can I put like secret layers on there? You can. Fun oh. fact, I got double masters that I'm waiting on. <laughs> when they get down to like 290, 280, man. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm going to be happy. So when wait, I wait is, my, is my guess of 50 like, is it way too much? Like, is that too much? Fun fact, it's way too low. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. What could it be? Anthony, you want to take a guess? I'm, I'm going to throw You're it You're fucking in. wrong. Wow. You're fucking wrong. 100. Infinite. You can Infinite. put an unlimited amount of shit in there. Oh, I don't, shit. I don't see where this is wrong, then. I think this is a great idea. It's a great deal. It's a good deal. It's a great deal. And you get three months free of this stuff going over there. And it's like, I mean, I, in the end, you cancel your card and whatever. That's fine. Like, you do that. But I think the three months free is worth it. We've had plenty of stories talking about cards that have popped up. Because fun fact, in the Discord, all of my all of my uh, TCG sniper tags and stuff that I got, you know, they get shown up in there because you know I love the people in our in our Discord and shit. And it's like if people want to jump in on getting like a Kroxa that dropped under uh, ten bucks or whatever, or some Force of Negations that were <laughs> accidentally well, let's just mispriced. Say, let's stuff. just say you're not someone like me who sits on all those things like all the time watching, yeah. who have more normal lives, more normal lives. And just TCG Sniper Sniper helps you making it super easy. Yeah. Super easy. You just set the link. You set your desired price. Done. You get notified. Text, email, Discord notification. Say that we sent you. You get three months free. I think all of us agree that, you know, it's kind of worth it. Anthony, do you have TCG Sniper? No, because I sit on all the sites and do all this anyways. (laughs) I don't need it. I like it. I think it's a great thing. I, I would say this. If I was really busy... I would be on that premium because I'm a big collector too. So you get three months free. I know three months free is nice. Three months free. I mean that's the same reason why I got Apple TV. <laughs> three months free, so why not, right? And what's what's the name of that news show? It's with the rabbit, <clears throat> unlucky, lucky, or whatever. Yeah, some of that. It looks good. It does look good. We get we get ads for that and stuff on uh, on Hulu. <laughs> Oh, nice. And it's like, Hulu, I, have, I have to the check fuck it out. You doing? I think it looks good. I'm, I'll let you know how good it is. Dope. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, TCG Sniper, go check them out. And I think that's all we got for there. That that That's the bit. Anthony, I think you have been, uh, you've been holding this in long enough. How much of a, how much of a load do you want to blow out here? I Where's mean, the steam? How much time do you got? That's the question. How much time can I just rant and go hard in the paint? G- give it to me. Okay. If, if, if you're if you're straightforward, succinct. Oh yeah, I'll I, I'm not I'm just gonna be cut and dry with it. I'm not gonna just be crazy in a sense. I'm being realistic on this idea. So, anyways, two weeks ago we had the the ban restriction list came out, right? Yes. We're gonna glaze over standard because that was fine. I think for the one standard tournament that I played in, and a lot of the research I did weeks prior to that tournament that I did for an RCQ, and made top eight. Didn't get to the finals, but that's okay because I'm not going to go to Atlanta, so it's okay. There was a lot of agreements that, like, at the time, 90% of your best cards in standard right now are mono black. Yes. Are the black theme. I mean, so that makes sense. You still have Shieldred. Yeah, people still have Shieldred. It's fine. I think think, uh, even with the banning of Meat Hook Massacre, which... I know a lot of people, like, that was all I heard about. I was like, oh, they'll probably ban that. Like, it's going to go down. Price is so bad. No, it won't. It's a commander card. Don't be an idiot and think it's going to go down 
drastically. It went down like maybe five dollars. Yeah, I was just about to say like it's, side note from it so being at like seventy dollars, it's sixty five or like sixty three. You can find it for like it's around still, sixty on TCG. It Center, still costs so. more than I paid for four of them. Yes. So that's the difference. Like it doesn't matter. It's still expensive. Pioneer still has it. Modern can use it if they want to, and you have it for legacy and vintage. I mean, I don't think it'd really show up in there, but it could. And then Commander. Dude, Why would you not play it? You have Aristocrats decks in fucking Commander. It just fits in there. But the, yeah. the, this isn't about... No, nope, this is not about standard. This is not about the Meat Massacre. This is not about the Meat Massacre. Great card. Moving on. Nobody cares. It didn't change. What we're talking about that's is more the other important. thing that didn't change. <laughs> the, the alleged death stroke that also, if you haven't read the ban restricted list from two weeks ago from Wizard's Point, I think people should... But you should also deep analysis the entirety of modern right now in the sense that we have a lot of stuff in modern, which is really cool. And a lot of things that are the new, the carpool's different and so diverse in a sense. 10, 11 years old. Was it 2010 when it got made? That's 12 years then, right? No, no, no. It, it was 2011. It was 2011. Okay, so yeah. it's 11 years it old came, format. It came, out, it came out in the late spring to early summer of Mirrodin Besieged time because that was during the standard play where there was a lot of issues with Chase the Mind Sculptor and Stoneforge, so that was kind of the entail of a lot of that. But anyways, um, no, it's been so it's been around a long time. It's fine. But like the issue is the death stroke that was decided, which I think some players might have thought there was going to be more, and there's some players that thought there was different cards that would get banned. And the only thing they banned, of course, that we know of is Yorion. Scandoodle. Which, in my opinion, that was on my chopping block of like my top five choices to ban. But the problem was, is that just because that got banned, the only thing that really did to the format was we got rid of uh, the five color money pile or four color blink, whatever you want to call it. Like this, this, this 80 card deck that a realistic deck itself wasn't the best, but because it had the advantage of 20 extra great cards in there, plus also the ability to kind of dirtle its way into a win sometimes, made that deck just out advantage places where it shouldn't have for the mid-range style and the other part too was like a lot of people said like the idea would be like omnash should have been banned i get that omnash maybe should be banned oh it's a really good card people would have been so pissed if that was because it's the store championship promo Store championship for this last season next one is going to be uh snapcaster i don't think they should ban that snapcaster (laughs) it will never get banned it's It's a good card it's It's not it's not broken but anyways Omnath. Um, omnath yeah so i mean like it did that um I think the issue, though, is like what people look at and realize. And oh, we have a little thing on the screen there. What's that? Are you talking about that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, we just put that in there. It's it's, it's called ads. Ads <laughs> for 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 J Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. Go check them out. They they sponsor us. Yes, buy cards. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. It's exciting. It's cool. It flashed up at me. Squirrel. Squirrel. Um, but no. So seriously, like in the realm of modern, the the overarching issue that i've seen over the past few months is there is a difference between players you have old school players a lot of your boomers and then you have your new school players the zoomers and there is a differencing arc between the idea of what we want modern to be versus we are introduced to modern and we just like playing cool stuff and not thinking about like the point of modern is to be a diverse format and have a very healthy format in the sense of the top tier decks should not be solidified down to three or two or one, which was Omnath. 
And the issue is coming forward is, like I said, my band choices, if they were smart about it, and I know like some people want to argue like, well, they're waiting for the season. They're waiting for the change of the new cards coming from Brothers War. Like they're doing all this stuff. They don't want to like push. I was, I was like, I understand that. But here's your problem. You need to think outside the box to be a better player. So let be more aggressive with the bans and unbannings in a sense. Like we know which ones we don't unban. We know which ones we probably shouldn't ban. Omnath, we're not going to ban because I guess, yeah, they made it into a promo. But my idea was this. Yorian was one for sure. Teferi 3 needs to go. Yep. It it uh, It's a great card. It's powerful. I love it. I like the idea of it. The problem I have is, like, for the combo decks, like, and down with creativity decks, it is hard to fight through that when you're sitting there watching them basically just go off in your face. It's about as bad as what old Tron was or original Dredge was like, where it's like, hey, I'm playing Magic. It's like, no, you're not. You just watch me paint a picture for you before you die. So T3 should go. It just... It's a great card. The effect on the card, I think, is something they need to find a way to reprint in a different version instead of a Planeswalker. You know, make it something that it's good to play with, like kind of an artifact or an enchantment, but then the or, hate exists. Or, or or a creature. Always put it on a stick. Um, oh, oh, always just have a Teferi, Mage of Zalfir. Mage of Zalfir. Um, but yeah, so he was one that I said should go. Um, I was looking at the other stuff, too, where uh, you really want to kind of break the format down a little bit um expressive iteration that's a card that needs to go you got abandoned pioneer it's a good card i mean because like my thought process is like i don't want to like delete decks from the system like i don't want them to not exist anymore i want to like neuter stuff so that other things can start stepping up so like expressive iteration would be one a lot of people are like regavon or ren six are too good reality is they're they're necessary for the format I mean, Ren 6 is a necessary card as much as some people argue differently. But, like, you need that Planeswalker because, in a sense, like, it's balanced all around in what it does versus the effectiveness of it. Like, is it a really good card? Yes. But once again, it's another card that clearly Wizards put a lot of stock into and why they reprinted Double Masters 2022 that it wasn't going to be a bannable card, in a sense, unless it gets out of control of something from the future, which I don't know if they're not yet. As, as soon as we get... Uh... I feel for something like Ren and Six to get uh, to get the axe, we gotta go. Modern has to walk down a path close to what Legacy did with Wasteland. If more people yeah. are gonna be playing Ghost Quarters, like I feel like Ghost Quarters is like the only it's well, like the Wasteland adjacent card for Modern. The closest thing, closest thing, but it's still it still people gives, don't play it a lot. Well, no, but it also gives a lot of benefit to the opponent. Though, but to that's be where. Fair, that's where it besaid you. In the current modern, though, like how many people are running a crap ton of basics? Like that's one of the biggest things that people talk about is yeah, but, that the basics don't matter because, oh, we don't give a shit about Blood Moon. Let's be greedy because of Besaidu. All these five color decks. But Besaidu is an important card, though. I mean, that's something that I've always viewed as a thing that should have been printed anyways. Like the, the effect of what it does. Now, granted, does Random 6 make it really good? Yeah, it's a land. I don't know. F- right? F- fight me on Besaidu. That's a pretty impressive card because. <laughs> I'm a fan that loves fucking Blood Moon. Being able to, I don't know. I feel like, especially right now with a whole uh, five color decks going on, we got fucking, uh, we got fucking like three color decks, two color decks, like Azorius decks that are tossing in uh, the Sultai Triome and whatever the other one is, so that way they could get Prismatic or uh, Leyline Binding, the new card from Leyline Binding and Prismatic Ending. Yeah, those two cards. So, so it's like. It's in there to have the five color, and it's like Blood Moon just kind of like 
it doesn't do that much because it's like, oh, cool, we got we got Pisaju, bruh. It yeah. it doesn't fucking matter for 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 anything there. Yeah, I mean, I mean the domain was a huge push, conversion domain over the Modern Horizons two set and also Dominary Night. Like that was a big push, but that's okay though. Like I saw a domain deck when I was playing last Friday. It was fine. I beat it with a blue eye control deck. It was tough, but I did it. So I mean, it's possible. I just I just want to point out real quick, and like modern specifically, you have domain decks that ranging from Indomitable Creativity. You still have Elementals with Omnath being five color decks. You yep. have blue white control, like I just said, going into five color just for Prismatic Engine. Yep. Cascade Rhinos, another one that was like Teamer Rhinos now pretty readily going into five color for leyline binding the fact that it's you're getting these five color lands one of the enablers for that brennan six to be able to get this well, shit back but then there's the other argument too though there's a lot of people that think that fetch lands should get taken out of modern though too i don't know but like when, when, when i, I would disagree with that fetch lands, like that's that's one of the things with modern you got pioneer you don't want fetch lands go to fucking pioneer you still got indomitable creativity you don't got the cascade bullshit like yeah. fucking like okay boohoo you're missing out on uh fucking ardent plea uh violent outburst and uh marauding whatever bloodline thing uh blood braid marauder and shit like yeah that. those are like the cascade ones that you're seeing though blood blade marauder is kind of like on the free well and my other problem with cascade right now too is that violent outburst needs to go away too instant speed cascade is kind of a bad thing i don't know when it comes to the whole concept of when they made the cascade change that was interesting to me because it's like it uh, th- there was who was fucking talking about it some podcast i was listening to they were talking about like they think that a solid uh, a solid fix for it would be like the double check on cascade like uh one of the big things with cascade that gets away with uh, being so powerful is things like uh, fire and ice because its mana value is four. So, but depending on where you cast it, uh, you can do the thing. The big thing that costs, but Cascade was doesn't with get the that anymore though. So yeah, the, 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 the Valky was the big thing there because yeah. with the modal card, you could get it on the back end for free. And so someone was saying it's like you just have it do a double check, like what it does on uh, targets and resolution to check the thing if that it's allowed. And it doesn't allow the cascade there, so that way you can uh, you don't get the advantage of running fire and ice anymore. And uh, being in the deck, it's like oh, you now cascade into fire and ice instead of just kind of like having a freebie fire and ice. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I mean, can, like I said, if I figure I out the, the podcast, I highly recommend. Was it the dive down? I want to say it was the dive down. Dive down is one of my favorite fucking modern podcasts. They put out great content. Go go hit them up and shit like that. Check them out. Yeah. But like I said, I just my my process of elimination idea was is better that it be more focused on neutering things because my other problem I have too is like I love the incarnation cycle, but I also hate it for the simple fact that Wizards made a big point about we don't want free mana stuff, right? And what did they print in that flipping Modern Horizon set? Okay, I, I which feel, don't I, argue with me that no, saying no, no. oh it takes a cost no, 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 because no. it doesn't. It, it, it's a cost. It's a fucking cost. Like how often are you going to buy? What was were... what was a cost? For Mox Opal, three artifacts. On the battlefield. This you're pitching a card. You don't have that card yeah. anymore. I Big deal. And it's it's still free. Big deal. Yeah, you're not getting a lot of like card advantage. The only thing that you got on your side But we have Ephemerate. Be... We have Scam. You have so much advantage from these things. They hit the field. That's three, cards you, that's three cards you need in your hand at that point to be able to do something as powerful as that. A three card, a three card interaction to that degree, it's like, 
okay, sure, that's fine. You're building your deck, you're keeping it like honed in on that to where you can't be as flexible against other decks because it's like, I'm going to do the Solitude Ephemerate thing or the Grief uh, Feign Death thing. Like, it's more... It's more honed in on doing that one thing for three cards because typically you're going to be running like three or four grief, three or four grief. You're going to be running four feign death along with whatever undying evil or whatever the one from AFR was fucking yep. called and shit like that. And uh, whatever black insert whatever black card you're going to be pitching to the grief. You're going down a lot of cards. Like sure, ephemerate. I'll give you that because it, the thing does have rebound. So for white base decks, it the value does get added on there, but that keeps you in white. And then I guess like uh, stepping back there before I like put my foot in my mouth. Yes, we got a lot of five color decks. Ephemerate is kind of like an easy shoe in here, especially with like the things of decks going for Leyline Binding. Omnath. (laughs) Once again, it's very easy to discard something that's multicolored. I do want to say, I do want to say. You can say what you want. Torpor Orb. Why are motherfuckers not running this? Because what? Besaidu? No, people aren't running Torbor because there's too much easy artifact destruction between Kologan's Command, Prismari Command. But at the same time, a lot of the decks that would want to run it, like they I, also th- have I thought about running it in my Rakdos deck, I have so many ETBs. That's the problem, too. I don't even run it in my Thopter combo deck because I can't afford to lose out on my sword ability. Yeah, because so, that triggering of my creature in the battlefield. So what's the thing of like sword? So torpor doesn't help. Okay, so is there are, is the the conversation going to be changed to talking about creatures with like ETBs and attack trigger kind of a thing? Because there's a lot of that coming out now, where it's like good no, ETBs I, I and think, attack triggers. I think attack triggers are important because you have a they time, are. you have a time base on when you can stop something. But both stapled on and, the same thing. I think like Archon of Cruelty, Kroxa, at Uro rest in peace and stuff like that those kind of things need to go it's good still rest in peace titan is out of control sometimes but doesn't need that and that's the other thing you got titans still that do that etb and attack kind of a thing well don't worry i'm still on the fence too about the whole deck and so i feel the same way where like if you really want to neuter it um i know a lot of people are like take away amulet but i would say take away dryad dryad is a piece that may i only goes in there I know it does, but that's only fine. goes in there. So yeah, but that then again, it. you don't exactly. get the you don't get the value. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not against yeah. uh, Dry to the Losing Grove for. I'm not against it being a good card. I'm just saying, like, it's a good you, card, if yes. you want to neuter something, though, that's what but, you do. Like Titan, when was the last time Titan showed up? I think that we were talking about a couple different uh, fucking like challenge events and stuff. Like, no, we haven't even been talking about. It. I've been looking at challenge events since like Titan yeah. doesn't even show up in the top eight. Like, well, right now, no, top sixteen. Yeah, but it's a sleeper deck. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm too worried about it. If it became more frequent, that's more of the problem there. But, but what, they, what, what is that guy going for it that's going to make it as good as something as uh, uh, as Cascade Rhinos? Because Cascade Rhinos, like a uh, Crashcade and stuff like that, that's like, uh, it's between that and indomitable creativity of like what is the best deck. And right now having like Orval, the Orf, Orf form being the, the tech specifically against Actually, Archon of Cruelty. Actually, if you want really good tech... Against a lot of this stuff too, um, a new thing that I've been seeing pop up with people that are playing blue white with like more um, aggressive decks or mid range style decks is the Lavinia Azorius Renegade. Yeah, dude, that card. I'm gonna tell you right now. I did. I I knew about the card, of course. I forgot what it did, and then I read it like a few months back, spaced out on it. So I was like, oh, it's kind of good. And at the time, like the format was a little bit different, but like I was rereading it again like the last couple weeks because I, I, of course, like I'm at work. I have this blue white control deck that I brought out of the garage to play at or play at the RCQ last Friday or RCQ store, store championship. championship. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, I pulled this out of the garage. I'm having a good time. Go play with this. And of course, the first thing I see while I'm at work when I have a downtime to look up on my phone for some YouTube stuff. And all of a sudden, bam, Azorius Affinity deck. And I was like, Lavinia's in there. I'm like, oh, that's really good. Dude, yeah, Lavinia is solid. One thing that I'm always okay, so back on the like on the torpor orb esque level of talking about stuff there, uh, is why why are we not seeing a lot more dress down? Dress down is a very solid card that stops a lot of this shit. They lose their abilities. Humility style effects stop so, a lot of the current I'm gonna meta. S- I'm going to say this: Archon of Cruelty, any of the fucking elementals. So I got dressed on played against me when I did. Uh, one of my plays on Friday with Kroxa. Oh, cool. Yeah, it dresses down. And I went, oh, shit. Yeah, I still got it. And he goes, no, because I dressed it down. You don't have to sack it. And now yeah. it sits on the field. Yeah, now but it's, that, but that, so, so I looked at him, and it ended up kind of being his downfall. I was like, oh, thanks, dude, for my 6-6 six, six for 2. That'll make you discard next turn anyway. Okay, so that's against something like a Kroxa. Kroxa is but, a completely different thing as compared to a Solitude, a Solitude, no, you're right. and Endurance. Those are just ETBs. Kroxa gets an attack trigger on the on the back end of that. Yeah. Yep. Same with Archon of Cruelty. Yes, I'll concede the fact that like Kroxa, Archon of Cruelty, not as effective. The dress down is because you're missing out on when it attacks yep. if you cast it for just to negate the etb but you can do it to cast the, to negate the attack as well but at at the same time with that so it's kind of playing on both sides of it the attack yep. trigger and the etb trigger and, and if the, anything the dress down when you play it like in this instance that the guy would have played it and then found a way to get rid of my Kroxa, he bought himself a turn to have an answer for it and so, there's a lot of ways to get rid of a Kroxa. Exactly. But also the other he, side of this too, though, is Dress Down was actually one of the big key cards that was played in the Jorgen Pile deck. So that is kind of a reason why it's been we're, gone. We're, we're, so, we're, we're I dance mean, back on like the reason of you bitching well, about I, fucking I know, Sky Moodle I, being gone. Sky Moodle being gone saying, has done like, what? It hasn't has, done anything to the fucking meta. No, like, it just... It just it, so it, it stepped boosted up. Indomitable Creativity is the only thing that's shown up here. And that's it's only like because... More players are coming to well, play that. Because that deck was... A deck designed around the concept of having to go farther out to do something to deal with money pile. So, I mean, like, that's it, reality is like this is going to be a balancing act situation where between player intelligence, which is always hard because if you see the best deck winning, most people that want to just win, what are they going to play? The best deck. Yeah. So, it comes down to like your meta change and it, t- it comes down to like different things. I do know, like, in the Fargo area, between JWs and Paradox, there is a lot more Blood Moon coming back. There's a lot more Maintenance of the Moon coming back, and which I'm, is good. I'm, good I'm 100% that. for I, it. As I was just saying earlier, I want to see more Blood Moons and stuff like that. So Megas of the Moon also, falls in there. And also the other thing, too, is like the understanding. So like I'll, to make a breakdown of like being a smart player, right? You, you have tools that exist inside of your format. You just need to work harder to figure that out. And most people don't want to do that. But that's okay. If you don't want to do that, then you can gripe and moan about how you don't like playing the format. Or you can be like the Zoomers more, and they're like, this is the best format I've been playing in such a long time. And it's like, yeah, because you only know one thing. And I'm not saying you're wrong for liking that. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's the idea of, like, if you want to be a better Magic player all the time, you need to advance yourself by looking at more things and looking at more than just what deck wins all the time. Like, see how the format trends and see how things change. And, like, it's a lot of work. And if that's not for you... Just go play the best deck. We were just mentioning that Modern was made in 2011. Yep. That's a deep card pool. 
There's so many cards in there, and the ban list is what, like 20-something cards in the modern ban list? It might be a little bit more than that right now. 30 cards, somewhere yeah. there? 20, between 20, 30-plus cards, like no more than 40. Yeah. But the fact is, it's And don't like, forget, when it started, too, there was there was 20. I think there was like... Uh, they, they started with Jace and Stoneforge right on the ban list because that in standard... Artifact lands. And Artifact lands. There was... Those there right was on the, I want to say it was like between 15 and 18 cards right away that were just banned. They did not allow it to be in the first modern tournament. Uh, Blazing Shoal, I think, made it through the first modern it tournament. It did. It did. I think and it was after it that. It was gone. Yes. And, like, I talked to someone about that, too, recently at the last Friday event, and they were talking about, well, I probably could come back. And I said, no, I don't. I think I understand where you're coming from with it. But, like, the reality is, like, you don't. It's like a guard ga- grave troll. Like, that Ooh, card, they brought it. They take. brought it out. Yep, they yep. brought it out. They brought it back when they finally brought back the Thopter Sword combo. And that was, what, 2015? It was before... Uh, no, it was... That came back out at uh, the summer of 2017. It was 2017 because, when that one or no, no, sorry, sorry. No, Grave no, no, Troll? No, no. Are we no, talking no. Grave, Grave Troll or... Sorry, Grave Troll, Thopter combo stuff. That came out in 20, 2015. You're, you're right at that. I'm, I was thinking about Hogak Summer. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this is all coming back to me again. <laughs> um, but no, it, it came back. It was something they tried. I think it was a good try and attempt. But the rally came back to it's just too powerful. And that's fine. Blazing Shoal, I feel, is the same way where it is a card that is too powerful for the modern setting. Because, I mean, you just pick any big fucking uh, red spell and go, I'm going to go ham. All hell, Phyrexia. Fuck off. <laughs> Here comes the infect. But no, I mean, <laughs> no, it's just, it's like I said, it's a play out thing. Like, you have to figure out the play. Like, my, my argument I've had for, like, the last... I don't know, like ever since Box Opal got banned last year, I think it was. It was uh, was it two years ago? It was around the beginning. I think Mox Opal got banned after Inverter and <laughs> Truth got banned in Pioneer. So that was 2019. Because uh, Opal was around for sure. when. But Opal wasn't around when uh, Oko took over inside of Modern, though. Yeah, right? so it was Urza. The uh, it was there's like six months before Oka came out because Modern Horizons yep. one came up before Throne of Eldraine, which so was twenty nineteen, yeah. So which was somewhere in that that range. Where... Mox Opal got banned with Oko. Oh, oh, did it with Oko yes. and Faithless. Uh, Thank you, Dan. Uh, uh, last lattice or yeah. the lattice, yeah. They got ah, January twenty twenty. So it did. It did go. Fate. I almost wanted Faithless to... that card too, but no. But that was like I mean, if you look back though, that was a good banning time. Like, you saw a lot of cards that got banned, which a lot of people disagreed with, Pe- of course, People were super but, upset about that time. They were like, it's but, fucking a fire sale with all the bans. But the reality was, if you think about it and look at the trend from the decks from that point forward, the, the format actually blended out pretty well. I want to see more fucking Urza decks. How are Urza just because of Mox Opal not being around? Not a thing. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I, I, I am not kidding you. It is the bane of my existence between Tezzeret and him. I I am... It sounds sad, but it's true, though. I sometimes have nights I sit up. I just cannot fall asleep because <laughs> I am so wanting to play that deck again and the enjoyment of it. And, like, my argument I've had for the past year about it, though, is a card that I feel like should come back into modern that never got to have a chance was Chrome Mox. And it sounds crazy to some people, but the reality is this. Chrome Mox is a zero-cost artifact with imprint that requires you to have a non-artifact card and a non-land card. So for you to get colored mana, you have to abide by those restrictions. Guess what? Hey, you hey. can't run that in an affinity deck. F- fun fact about that: that plays kind of what an elemental does 
where it's incarnation. Pitch, yeah, yeah, it does. You, you can't pitch an artifact. You can't pitch a land. Well, you can pitch a color, but even no, with no. chrome mocks, you can pitch a color. You can't. It cannot be an artifact at all. No color artifacts with either. Oh, yes, that's what okay. I'm saying. Like, that's okay. why it's a balanced card. Okay. The argument someone had with me was like, "Well, they could just put in all the control decks." I was like, "Do you think a control deck really wants to sacrifice resources for mana? Well, they'll just cut down lands." No, they don't cut down on lands. They'll cut down on spells before they cut down on lands. They got to hit those land drops. Yeah, land drops. Is I a said. Big thing with I said that's a decks. card that like for like an Urza deck because I'm a Urza player, of course, or Tezra player, whatever we know. Like that's a really niche thing that helps me out, but like it doesn't help everybody out. I think that's like the focus we need to try more is like wizards dig through the cards and go, which ones can kind of be more niche. Cause guess what? You still have Prismar command. You still have Colgon's command. You have every artifact destruction card on the sun. If you don't want to use it, hell, if artifacts are a problem, Stony silence will come back. I haven't seen a story of silence played on me in so many years. It's ridiculous. But then again, Urza's not a thing. Like Urza, Affinity's Urza, not a thing. Barely Urza in Affinity. Like there was, there was a little bit of time where we had the uh, Thought Monitor style decks, kind of like going off. Which with I'm, I'm going to be playing that again. It's, I will bring that out as a thing. It's a good card. It's, it's a, a great card. card. But, but we're, we're, we're missing the point. You came on here to bitch about Sky Noodle, and we haven't talked that much about Sky Noodle. I just want to uh, because Sky Noodle is a companion, and all companions need to be banned. That's all it is. That's it's that. a very companion. I like yes. having the adventure of an idea of like we should try something. Solid choice. Companions though are hands down and I will stake this for as long as I live. And I love magic, but companions are probably one of the worst things we've done inside the game because it just creates a problem after a problem after problem. We saw Lurus, Yorian stepped up to the plate because it finally could. Yorian's going to leave now. What's the next one? Is it going to be Obosh? Hira? Is it going to be a Gigantha? Just because Gigantha's the easy thing to play in the deck, you know, that I might be playing in. Like, I, I just don't know where, like, the, the stop point comes in where they just finally realize and go, all of them probably just need to go because more stuff gets printed every few months and comes out to the players. And, like, they've had time to see what's in the future. But the problem is, and why they also had to develop a specialized competitive players group inside of wizards is because the idea of what decks you see around a table together with your friends, your coworkers, whatever is a little bit different than what the competitive scene sees. And granted, they're not the majority of players that play the game, but the problem is they affect the tournaments. They also affect a lot of your local stuff on Fridays, which cause problems because for someone like you or me or Garrett who want to just play our stuff that's niche to us, or example, like Mason, Naya Garbage Fire, awesome deck. Bless that deck. And bless it because it plays so well in the <laughs> format right now, which is awesome. But, like, you sometimes can't play that stuff. And that's – you don't want to be playing with a bunch of sharks at your local FNMs. Like, that's just no fun. That's why you, I stopped playing. Yeah. I mean, it's helpful, like, what Paradox did with where they cut out the top eight stuff. They got rid of the overly competitive part, which is nice. But you still have people that show up with those decks. It's, like, a little bit of an unfun – format when you're sitting there going like oh, i brought this cool deck i built and i want to really see how well it plays and then you face back-to-back tier one decks and go you're not allowed to play in my format out the door so so i want to put uh two final notes here on the end of this podcast no uh, first off there is a have you heard about the new his, uh heritage format that's kind of gonna that people that players are looking to replace legacy with where it's just no supplemental sets. Hmm. All, all premier sets, 
Interesting. In the legacy format, just no commander decks, no conspiracy, no battle bond, uh, no modern horizons, this kind of thing. I just want to toss that out there. Maybe we'll talk about that next week uh, as a way to like, you know, cu- cultivating a format. Uh, heritage you, is taking kind it back of to where I was originally. Her- heritage is the thing that's going to talk about here. But I also want to get each one of our final sentences on uh, companions in modern specifically. One sentence. Uh, make it like 10 or 12 words. Anthony? Garbage. You're last. Danny? No. That's all I'm saying. Got garbage? Garbage. Garrett? Companions. Adios. Uh, I, I'm going to say hoofta. That was a fun try with companions. It's going to be interesting to see how it resolves. Anthony? You've seen it before, and you will see it again. They got to go. Uh, uh, quick, quick, one last one. I just got to know. Quick bets. Quick bets. What's going to be the next one? Is it going to be Obash? Is it going to be Lutri? Is it going to be Jagantha? Uh, my guess Kahira. would be my guess would be it's probably Jagantha first, and then Kahira would be next. Um, I don't think Obash is quite there yet, but then again, what gets printed in the future could change that. Very much so. But as of right now, those are my two picks. One and two. Because we're kind of going down like a, 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 ducks, a sitting ducks row of companion cards. Garrett companion card what do you think is going to be like the next one that kind of like the cream that rises to the top i think they're just going to ban all of the rest of them at once give us a timeline hey hot take what's your timeline of six months six months danny i would be with garrett if they ban if they ban one down the down to three the next time it's not to be one it's just to be all of them they're just going to ban companion in general a lot of them are super easy deck constructions as as proven multiple times but thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 160 of this week in mtg thank you to our patreons who think that this content is worth supporting also want to give a big thank you to jdub sports cards and gaming for sponsoring us also follow us this week in mtg on all your social platforms because we are doing some fucking giveaways for warhammer shit uh rewind to earlier to find out full details on that now any of you guys got anything else you want to add to the end of this podcast? Fuck blue. <laughs> Last thing about modern for people. Small, quick thing. Take the time to look through the options and also be that person at your local meta to make the difference. Wes. Play Mono Red Burn from 2012. No. Boros Burn. Yeah, Boros I... Burn. You gotta get the lightning helix in there. And with that, Magic Folk, we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much. Can you do it in the Mermaid Man and Barkle Boy? A Throbbing Inspector!